Welcome to Wednesday. It's 5.45. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Creepy Big Dick Toledo. Here we go on a glorious, glorious Wednesday. And by the way, you are listening right now. Eric, you're in on this. I'll give you supporting. Maybe the best actor in the history of uh, all of acting with his cohort as best supporting. If we were a movie, you and I would be, I guess, like uh, Silence of the Lambs. We're sweeping the awards right now. Sweeping them. You think so? I know so. I've got feedback. Now, this doesn't happen unless you're a fantastic actor. I saved this. Oh, my God. Dear really? John, listen I, to this. I, yeah, God. you know what I'm doing. This morning, I got up and turned on your show, as I've done every day for the last four years. You're a very funny man, and you say very insightful things. But for the first time I discovered your show, since I've discovered your show, I turned it off. The cock crowed, and off you went. Obviously, completely entitled to your opinion, you have some personal ones, and sometimes you feel the need to speak about them. But I made it through yesterday's rant until you used the word treasonous about our president, and then I shut it off. Now, I'm not Trump's biggest fan. I'm a fan of America. I don't think the word treason should be thrown around lightly. It's irresponsible and dangerous, especially, and I have access to this, and I can't tell you why, when you have the audience numbers that you have. It is large. You're influential, influential, whether you want to admit it or not. But to hear you and Eric talking about the American tragedy and all that we saw this was a nightmare happening in D.C. I thought, great, he's going to go crazy with politics just like everyone else I've always liked in entertainment, and then I have to find something new. He didn't catch the D.C. part. Then you said it. (laughs) Treason. And I had to tune out. Gone. I was actually pretty furious. My father died in combat in the early 2000s, and it really touches me when somebody serves our country and is respected for doing so. We stand for a lot. In the future, I may not listen for a while, I have to admit, since you're evidently confusing your powerful voice for comedy for that of a political spokesperson. But when and if I come back, I would hope you take heed in my words. Hopefully you don't think you're so powerful that a simpleton like me can influence you, but I hope these words change your mind. Be careful, be mindful, and please get back to comedy because that's what you're really good at. <laughs> Elis. I emailed him back. That can't be real. I said, Elis, do me a favor. Listen to the podcast. That can't be real. It's real. Oh, yeah. It's, that e- guy's full of Elis fired joking. back. Nope. Elis fired back about a few minutes later and said, a friend of mine at work who I was discussing that I'll never listen to again said, dude, you missed it. <laughs> he was talking about the home run derby. <laughs> I got an email from Elis back, so please disregard my last email. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> Elis, at least you had the power. It was a good rant. What happened? Like three-minute rant. Yeah. So I, I, I can see how that could happen. I, I could, one too. one word and someone's yeah. out. Jay over at, uh, at the Tactical Black yesterday said, to, you know, he said, I got up. He gets up really early, and he said, uh, I went in there for a training yesterday, and he said, uh, said, you almost had me this morning. And I'm like, what? How? And he said, well, I get up really early. He said, I had the news on. 
And he goes, and they're just inundating me with pundits and all this stuff that happened in Russia. And I'm like, man, I'm just kind of fed up with hearing about this. And he said, I tune you in at 545 like every day. And he goes, hear the cock crow and boom, off you go. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, and I started to wonder, where the hell is he going with this? And then, But I tuned, I stayed with it because I, I didn't feel like it was going to go where, you know, that. And he goes, and then when it did, he goes, I thought this guy might be brilliant. He goes, that was awesome. And he said, so I heard from Elis. And uh, Jay was almost fooled. It's a perfect example. If you, if you were sitting there yesterday and your blood was starting to boil yep. and you were getting all pissed off, yep. you just need to calm down well, I fire, all I've, this crap going on. I, I, I ended up <laughs> coming from a guy yeah, from no, no. all of us. I've, I've learned. learned. I've oh, learned. Yeah. Yeah. I went back to Elis. I still don't learn. I mean, it, every once in a while it hits everyone. It's yeah, but I, I told Elis, I, we went back and forth after he said, I'm so embarrassed, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, don't worry about it. I said, it was kind of designed to fool people the way South Park will take a totally unrelated thing and make it about something else. It was that. And I said, it was just, you know, it's that old, you know. Bait and switch. Well, it's the satirical kind of like, it's going to, it's going to hit at your nerves and then you're going to realize, oh, Jesus, I'm I'm a little tense about this, but it's, it kind of does speak to a bigger picture of our pre-packaged outrage that sits inside of us and just waits for triggers. You know, we didn't, I didn't say anything about any of that Russian trip. I actually, we made jokes at the end like I didn't even know it happened because I was so in tune with the home run derby. But yeah, it's this prepackaged, I'm angry, uh, and I'm waiting for somebody to just grab hold of that uh, ripcord and pull this thing open and make, make me fight back. And he did it on oh, a trigger word, which is treason. That's a good trigger word. I mean, you really, if you're in a conversation and people are throwing treason around, you're probably in a pretty deep one, you know? You're probably going for it. And a lot of times they hear that and they're immediately tuned out on what you're And they start thinking saying. their own They're thoughts. not listening right. to the, it's almost like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen when he's interviewing these people. Right. The agenda. Right. Well, people are think again, I think. When I, wa- I watched that yesterday. Well, I stopped watching it because it was so awful. Yeah, there's it's not it very is. it's not it's very not good. good. Although the other, I, and it's got to be set up when yeah. he's sitting there with that couple in the beginning. The couple is not. That's I don't what think I texted when I watched yeah. it yesterday. Uh, it's like bad acting. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the couple's real, but it is. It is. There's no possible way you're going to get senators to do that without them being stupid. And that's. I was depressed at Sasha Baron Cohen's they show bit so hard. more than I was laughing because I'm like, they're in charge of stuff, and they're they, you know all you have to tell them in the in the PR releases this guy's got tons of money and is contributing to our campaign. And he wants to do this video for Israel about kids with guns. And you got, you know, all these, you know, representatives. They're not in on it. It does them no good you to say. Sure? Who, if they, I, I if they, if they were they in no on it. Idea. No, they, they do. But that's worse. I know. If they have but... no idea. Yes, they can't be in on it. Because if Trent Lott is standing there saying, sure, we should arm preschoolers, he would have to later say, I was in on the joke. I'm, he's not going to back Sasha Baron Cohen and go, this is a great joke, kid. You're really doing great. He's not yeah. doing that. That's not happening. He's just that oblivious. Well, to be fair, I stopped watching it. it yeah, if you watch yeah, when I the, stopped after the couple. Oh there's about, was, yeah, the couple thing I thought was That was a was glorious dining room. Though. Yeah. I, mean, it's just, I thought the couple thing was phony, too. over the top. When he hits those politicians and you watch them just sit through that, and the dude who was the, you know, he started his own gun rights foundation and all this, and he's like, arm the toddlers. And they're saying it with a straight face, like, there's no benefit for them to be in on this joke at all, unless they say, I was kidding, too. And yeah. none of them have. They all said, I'm angry. Yeah. I can't believe that. So I can understand angry. The, old, yeah. the old guys reading the script and not, know, you know, saying yeah. the Cardi B, the, you know. No idea, the Wiz Khalifa thing. Yeah. Uh, he's not in on it. He's uh, he's being yeah. exposed as oblivious. And that's scary. And you could do that to a lot of people. Yeah. That but, age. Uh, well, we've got them in charge of, of yeah. The House of Representatives. I don't want but to hear that. But they could turn age. around and right. probably give us a, a script 
about what they're dealing with. They, we you have could no never, idea. You, you could not terms, hand. I would I, hope, I mean, Brady, you can't get a script from somebody as an endorsement that says, go buy uh, an Uzi corn for a child. And right. you're not going to sit and go, that, what in the world am I reading? that's I think they have to be. Where's the benefit of it? Where's yeah. the benefit for anybody in charge of a, of a region of the United States politically to say, sure, Sasha Baron Cohen, I'll help you with your comedy show, and I won't say a peep after I look absolutely terrible? Yeah. Where, where's the benefit I, I, of it? I just there's I find none. it so hard to believe that that person is really shilling away for I kids don't. to have a Uzi corn. No, I don't think he is. He's he's not. He doesn't believe it, but there's money involved, so he'll say whatever he's yeah. supposed to. To, to he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to alienate his base. Right. Whatever the base is. And more he importantly, want to alienate him. he doesn't want to get a new base. He doesn't want this guy to leave yes. without money. Yeah. So all you have to do with that kind of thing is go. He is loaded. He wants to talk to us. He's in charge of all these gun things. You guys are on the same page, and all I just get on his team. That's all you have to. The PR release that, that gets that interview set up is that it's scary. And, and I don't think any of us want to believe it's real because it's a head scratcher. But when you're watching, you know, congressmen at the end go, happy shooting, kids. And you're like, there's no benefit in this. This He knows better. As, as, as tight-lipped and as careful as they are with words, they have spin control, guys. They're not going to hop on board some joke and say, I won't say a word. I mean, that Sasha Baron Cohen thing isn't as funny as it is just absolutely depressing. Yeah, the lady at the art gallery. Weird. I don't know if you sat through that much. Yeah, I started watching. She came back and was mad, too. She's like, I didn't know I was being fooled. And it's like, why would she be in on it? She's now a laughingstock in her own community as someone who did, you know. I mean, it's just the makeup. Just didn't the look makeup doesn't exactly. look, I don't think it looks good on TV, but in person, I bet you it's like. And are you ever going to say that to somebody? Like, if they come in and it looks like they've got a lot of makeup on, you're not going to go, you're wearing tons of makeup. You're fake. And I'm like, no, I was burned. I guess it makes you sense because say they're saying, you know, hey, we're doing a show here. Right. Not, there, yeah, there's a reason the camera. Have you ever sat and seen all the makeup on somebody on TV? Yeah. And they're, I mean, it's, it's coded. You're on. like, this is creepy. I'm looking at some sort of weird cabbage patch kit. Yeah, that I'm the same way. I, I told Megan, I'm like, I laugh at this because it's absurd, but I'm also feeling just absolute depression out of the idea that the people in charge will take any and it's not you know it's not one side or the other if you watched it nobody did evidently the ratings or the numbers for it are terrible but uh yeah it was it's like wow all right well that guy if you see your own congressman talking about this stuff just recognize it's not necessarily what he believes but he's you can buy him and that's the thing that depresses me more than anything anyway he was sorry it was politics right there we went off on politics don't do that don't want to do that and then, you know, treason is where Elis draws the line, and I think... There's some people this morning that probably, uh, maybe a couple that tuned out yesterday and finding out, oh, it's yeah. just the, well, I hope treason. So. I hope so. That's that's a badge of honor for me. If somebody can't differentiate what we're doing from the reality, maybe it'll be a nice little moment where somebody goes, you know what, I need to kind of check my brain. I'm, I'm too eager to get mad at words that I disagree with, because you're in a society of... Uh, as Toledo puts so so beautifully, is the uh, the uh, bias that comes with your Facebook a long confirmation time confirmation bias, bias yeah, uh, that you're never ever hearing um, a different opinion because you get to delete them, and when you can't delete them, I think we all kind of fume up a little bit. Like I don't normally, I would just hit X on this, and this would go away. How come it's not going away? I don't want this to ruin my day. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I disagree with this, and I don't know how to have an adult conversation anymore thanks to social media. So now I have to hear an opposing viewpoint, and I just don't want to. So delete, turn it off, and then I'll email back my fiery response, even though I didn't take the time or courtesy to hear you out. It's kind of sad because people, people are losing friends over it. I know. 
family members are hating each other. But let's use Elis as an example. If someone starts to say things that you don't agree with, it's not your job to scream out in the middle of what they're saying without hearing. Hear people out. And then say, you know what, I I disagree with you. It used to be kind of a a thing where you'd sit and go, you know what, I've heard you. And I just, every therapist will tell you, the first thing you can say to somebody is, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I disagree completely. But, Elis, if you were sitting around at a bar with your buddies, you had five buddies around, and you brought up the word treason, are you going to throw your drink down and, and leave? And hit, yeah. and leave? It is I mean, funny. Like, Some do. Well, well is, they're nuts. Yeah, those are people you're not. They, they don't have a lot of friends to drink happening. with. Well, I, you know, I just find, I, I don't it think is, that's in happening. in a social media sense. Oh, See, family no, I, dinners and well, stuff like that. Well, I think like family that, dinners and, have. And gatherings. Are, we've had people. I've but had families people are walk different. Walk out like, you know what, I'm done with this. Families have always had a reason to storm out before politics or otherwise. Families are a little bit different because you're always on edge with your family. But there's but more nobody, there. Nobody said, I've, I've been to a billion restaurants in the last couple of years, and you sit in those restaurants, not one person has ever said, I won't hear it, and just leaves. But yeah. they do it all the time with their social media muscles. Here's what I'm a little worried about, though. Seems like, all right, so when you're younger, like you're you're real fired up about politics and all that in your college years. Yeah. Then there's this middle period where it seems like it's just disgust. Yeah. anger and you don't want to and deal with it. then you buy a house and you have kids. Yeah, and, and yeah. then so then I look around and all these old people want to talk about it. They get angry me. again. And they get angry. So I, I don't want to enter that. <laughs> I don't want there to get older a, uh, and then just that's all I have inevitable. to talk about. I read a sociological, oh, yeah. I read a sociological thing about aging in politics. And it, and it broke it down in like six steps and it was unreal and it just lives in my head. In your 20s, you're hopeful. You're going to change the world. You're going to get involved yeah, and you're going to change sense. the world. In your 30s, you start to feel like can't change the world you start getting angry start getting angry at the process and you want to fight the world in your 40s you're like how can i just make this okay for me <laughs> and you just stop caring as much and you're like I- i'm just going to try to uh, i want to make my life better in your 50s evidently you just kind of so- you start tuning out all the new stuff and start really focusing in on yourself in your 60s you start to feel irrelevant and start watching all this new stuff that you've been ignoring for 10 years and it starts to get you mad in your 70s you're just furious the world's changed against you and then you're back Yep. Back there and it again. starts you again. It's it's changed against you. Uh, there's no hope for your grandchildren, and your the future is not what it was. Why can't it be like it used to be? And in your 80s, you die. If and I hear that amazing. one more time yeah. about how great it used to be, yeah. I always say, <laughs> tell that to a black person. Have the balls to say that to a black person. Yeah. And every old person's like, all right, you, I'm telling you right now, it was better. <laughs> they don't have a real argument. But yeah, just look at a black person and go, man, wouldn't it be great to go back to the 50s? It, your argument dies that very second you you start that. So yeah, things have, you know, we don't have a great history where this 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 thing was balling along so awesome. It's like man, everybody's got a fair shake. This right, it's the best in the world. Don't get me wrong, but it has all sorts of issues, and you don't want to go backwards. Going forwards is the way. And there's a lot of problems with us now. Going forward, we're idiots. It's the twilight zone. But yeah, it's it's a. I forgot what the paper was and who wrote it, but it was ten. Ten lines, your your decades of life, and it couldn't be more right. It seems dead on. Yeah, to me. it couldn't be more right. You look around. Yeah, because as I hit forty, getting into the forties, I'm like, I'm not gonna get fired up about this stuff anymore. It's just how is this affecting me? And my line for everybody now is, look, since I was 21 years old, I stuck to my guns. I've kind of put my nose to the grindstone a little bit, and every year, save for one of the last uh, 25 years, has been a little better than the year before, at least financially, or you know, and and I know that's you know. It's not what I'm saying is I'm a D student. This is not impossible. Right. You find something you like and you really kind of push for it. It's not impossible to make that work. And it doesn't matter who the president is. You know, exactly. it doesn't matter who's in charge of things. But if I sat and focused in on my, I'm going to take guns or they're going to kill this. Or, 
I'd go nuts. But you brought it up where you went back through and you saw every president talking about gas or or, well, or and it, but since you go television. back and every one of them says the same thing about make America great yep, again. Yep. It's like when was it so yep. bad? That's that clip from the Daily Show. Yeah, 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 yeah they, sure. They show everybody all talking those, about the same thing. Every one of them. Yeah, all the way back to the first televised debate yeah, where we were going to change is, the way oil is. Which is the funny part of it, because all of a sudden this guy comes in with a slogan, or more or less, that has been around for, but it, all of a sudden that strikes a chord with right. well, well, again, he, he, hit, he, was talking, he was talking to those people in their 60s, yep. at, for the most part, that felt disenfranchised and felt like things are changing out of their area. And he's like, we're, and he just tapped into the nerve that said, we're going to take it back. I'm one of you. And luckily, he had an opponent who sat back and said, I'm better than you. I mean, Donald Trump, again, when Donald Trump Jr. was on this show, and I said, aren't you the elitist? And he goes, not in this case. That, that big giant light went off in my head like, holy crap. That's their angle, and they're nailing it. They're the common man. Bain because came Hillary, up with a brilliant yeah, plan. Hillary's so bad at, at, at relating. Amazing, to, I mean, it, at it relating. turned within three weeks. I don't know that it really, did. I think I mean, people just stayed thing, quiet. That didn't help. I think, I think the news makes you think that it turned in three yeah. weeks. I think yeah, there's just a bunch, of, a bunch of quiet people sat back and said, you'll see. But she was so bad at relating to people, Donald Trump was the relatable, down-to-earth guy. That's how bad Hillary was. So, yeah, you start getting into that stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, Elis, I apologize. I was talking about the home run derby yesterday. But as the incredible actor I am, and uh, Eric's been through my training of the uh, Holmberg-Slosky Training Acting Center of method acting and believing the role. We uh, we really had a lot of people going yesterday. It was fantastic. But again, I do say this. As veiled comments, sure, I could have fooled people. Don't get me wrong. I'm still f- furious at the Home Run Derby. That thing was a farce. And it was treasonous. It's a baseball. America. It's a little orb of America. We were cheated. It's not oh. supposed to work out that way. Just because you're yeah. the hometown guy doesn't mean you exactly. get to win. Exactly. I just got an email that said, you treasonous C-word. And that's <laughs> all. That's great. Thanks. Uh, 6.03. So I apologize to anybody else who was bothered by it. If you're tuning in again today, Home Run Derby. You might want to listen to the podcast again and get a kick out of that. Because I really enjoy. I enjoy. I don't. I'm, you know, I'm not. But bosses won't like me saying this. I really enjoy when people get mad too now. <laughs> for the wrong what? reason, especially when they're really way off. That's real fun for me. That's a that's a treat I get. Happens daily. I probably I don't care. But the fun part is is that when they email it and they they're fighting back to uh, the ghost that didn't exist. I mean they're swinging at ghosts and it wasn't even why it happened. So uh, Elis had the had the uh, you know courage to later in the day email me back and say, dude, I feel like a moron. I, Which he gets to respond because I think that's that's the frustrating thing for people on the radio is the one. Like you saying, you're hearing that person out. He didn't all the way, but sure. he does get to respond to it. That's sure. fine. He doesn't get to say, I disagree oh, with you, I'm, and that's why he emailed. I'm so incredibly used to people emailing and saying something. I'm like, that didn't happen. I mean, you heard something that didn't happen. So, well, I did too. I'm like, well, I'm not going to argue with it because you go ahead and fight your ghost. It didn't happen. I heard you say, well, in no uncertain terms. Like, here we go. You, you wanted it to be that way so you could fight the ghosts. Go ahead. Hit a shoot. Now, sometimes you got the radio on in the shop or whatever. You have no idea what's going on, but then it still makes you that mad. You know, nobody ever goes, you know what, I think I, maybe I heard that wrong. That doesn't happen anymore. Nobody ever says that. And then nobody ever says Happens stupid radio. all the time with Trump. I know, but no, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, 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 no, he says him. I said yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I misspoke. I guess. I don't know. Leave me alone. Uh, it's 604. Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. 
Let's do one for Elis this morning. And maybe he'll tune into half. Is there a song about treason? We can get Elis all fired up again. I'm sure he's just sitting there with his head in his hands. And his friends at his shop are going to kill him today. Uh, give it to us good and strong. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUVD. Wake up! This is the Big Red Radio. I'm doing this report while being blown. We fight for the king of burgers. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. There we go, off and running. I've got, I do have a beef with uh, some other, you know, I'm going to play Elis right now and be angry at Royal Norman for a second. Yesterday I was long by and he's on the TV talking about Flagstaff. Had their, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, they got hit with a storm a couple days ago. Started a little weird flooding because it's been so dry, so the ground just started moving all over the place. And the fear you. was, is it, is it coming our way? Well, they were talking about flash flooding. If that, if that flood is so big that Flagstaff floods and then it's like, guys, the waves making it down here, we're in trouble. Flagstaff's gone. So he's like, uh, this is what's called a 100-year uh, a storm. And the fear of this is, is they're going to start happening uh, a lot a more often. Storm? I don't know. It's called the 100-year storm. So it's like, uh, and this is going to start happening more often. And the 500-year storms are going to start happening more often. And he goes, we could get another one this year. And I'm like, well, then it's a terrible. You can't call it the 100-year storm anymore. If that's if there's two a year, then and it's, it's the uh, annual storm. Right, right. It's, it's the every. Well, it's one in 100 chance that it's going to happen. That doesn't make it 100 years. It's. So he explained it. I'm like, this is the worst named storm ever. So it's the 100-year storm. I figure, wow, that's we got one. And then he's like, last time this happened was 1987. I'm like, well, that's not 100 that's years. So Maybe it's an average of 100. So it could be like Nope, it wasn't. And he explained longer. it. He explained it. It was a 1 in 100 chance that this is the type of storm you get. And I'm like, well, that's a 1 in 100 storm. That's not a 100-year storm. I don't know where you got that. And it's because farmers back that's in the olden times, years. olden time farmers with a bucket hanging off their, their uh, you know, awning, and a, uh, uh, a rooster that spun with the wind were basically the meteorologists of their day. So the, the records back in, you know, 1918 weren't exactly scientifically as accurate as they are today. So measuring the amount of yeah, water. Well, oh, my God, we got 17 inches. Well, he might have had it accidentally under a tree branch that was collecting and poured a couple extra inches in. So we never had a storm like this in 100 years. It's like, oh. These idiot farmers are the ones that are in charge of what's going on with the weather, and the reports may not be as accurate. I think we should start really saying that. I can understand being a little more accurate on the uh, water running underneath the bridge level where they put the... Uh... Sure, I like those. Those are actual real gauges. Yeah, you can I take can a photo it. of it. I don't think we should be allowed to have records for weather prior to, like, 1960. Because that's when they started actually... You know, making a difference rather than a thermometer. Records, a thermometer. Otherwise. No, no, no. We could actually keep those on paper. Uh, when you've got the technology to just uh, the thermometer. How many times you've been on your patio if you've got a thermometer? It says 152 degrees outside. You know, and that was the olden days when the farmers were like the official oh. thermometer says it's 120. It was probably like 107. I saw that there's only two states that have never reached 100 degrees. Oh, really? Alaska and Hawaii. Oh yeah. Well, I guess why wouldn't. Yeah, but it's you know it's basically let's just let's just throw it. It hasn't been this hot since 1920, or hasn't been this cold. That's enough. Jed's farm equipment was not accurate enough to compare to Doppler 9 million. So let's just go off that it was pretty hot today. Hundred year storms are stupid if they happen twice a year. So Royal, don't. You're making a fool of yourself. You know I like Royal Norman because he listens to rap music, and that's the last thing you'd ever expect. <laughs> you know that for a fact. Beverly Kid introduced me to Royal Norman years ago and said. What's the thing you don't expect Royal to like? And I said, women. 
And we all laughed. And then he said, no, rap music. And then I laughed, and I'm like, are you kidding? And he goes, no, I'm a and, and like hardcore ghetto. Gangsta rap? Gangsta rap. Like the meatiest of N-word rap. Royal Norman rocks in his Taurus. There's no possible way anybody would know that. Now, this is probably 12 years ago. But it was still shocking then, and I don't see it going away. I don't think we switched to Joe Research Sample and jazz. Research that now, it does not go away. No, yeah. Once, yeah you, rap, once you dial in your taste of music. You, you stay there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure if you were with Royal right now, and, uh, you know, bitches ain't but hoes and tricks comes on, he's going to like, shut up, this is my jam. And it's like, wow, Royal, I didn't expect that. He has to hold back at so many occasions. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be great if Royal was at an event. Just as Royal Norman from Channel 3. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Mint tonight. Royal Norman to our charity event. And then a song came on. Bitches ain't but tricks and hows. And he's singing along. And like, Royal, you have to stop mouthing out the N-word. People are going to, yeah, boy. Royal Norman did the N-word song. I saw him. He was mouthing it out by his drink. Yeah, it's, it's strange. So, yeah, the 100-year storm, that's enough. Lying meteorologists. Everyone hates you because you're not. You're very rarely right, and you always act indignant about your stupid. We had a fire NATO yesterday. I've never heard of in my life. Somehow that was a weather event. Yeah. So you have a during the weather in Colorado. There's a forest fire, and there's wind blowing, and it causes that fire NATO, and then it moves into the water and and it turns into a water spout. It's a. It's a. Yeah. It was crazy. It was really neat to watch, but I don't know how that's a weather event. They were, t- they were making it seem like you should be worried about this. Let alone the occasional boat and, and wave runner going by. They better get yeah, out of there. They're in the lake having a time of their lives, and there's a fire NATO going on. But the weather report was basically like, yeah, this is we, we, we can't predict these. And I'm like, who could? You have to be in a pretty specific situation for this to be a problem. <laughs> I know to run from fire. I know that that's something I'm not going to sit around and go, I wonder what happens next. It's like rain. If you don't want to get wet, get away from it. It's pretty easy. That's a huge fire. Why you're sitting out jet skiing while the entire bank of the lake is on fire is beyond me. It was in Blythe. It's right on the Colorado River. That's right. Yeah, so. And they're blaming the heat and then wind, and I don't know how it happened, but I guess that's part of the forecast. There's a 10% chance of fire NATO today. Crazy. Uh, I enjoyed this, too. There was a kid who... uh, I can't remember what it was, but he paid for his entire meal with quarters at a, at a place in like. How much? Uh, how much are we talking? I don't know. It was like twenty-five dollars, but um, he paid. He paid for two people's meals. He's sixteen years old, and he paid for two people's meals with quarters, all quarters. And it must have been a big bag. Huge pain in the ass is what it is. Yeah. And the and the restaurant posted um, a picture of the pile of quarters on the table, and just simply said, "Here's how you don't pay for your meal." at our restaurant, which I think was called like Brews 88 or something like that. It said, we're blah, 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 88, not Coinstar. Please don't make us count this. We don't have time for it. And you know from a restaurant that if somebody gives you $25 worth of quarters, it's going to be a pain in the ass for about 11 minutes yeah. while you sort out the fours. Funny ha-ha. Although, and, but he wasn't doing a funny ha-ha. And now you got quarters for a while. Sure, for ages. So the kid uh, feels shamed and goes on and says, I was buying... I like to buy lunches for people who don't have any money, and I don't have much, so I'll scrape together all the change I can get if it means taking someone to lunch. So he really kind of made him look like, wow, we're kind of dicks now. 
But I still stand by the restaurant side. Like, don't do that. Go to the star- store first and get some cash. It's not that hard. There he is. It was in, where was it? Lynchburg, Tennessee or something like that? Or Virginia. Virginia. So that's him. He's he took 16. A- he's an idiot. I know. He's an idiot. He took a couple of buddies out. So, but then now. Uh, this back- Beer 88? So get this. Beer 88. He goes, there, well, you know, you can go in there. He's at Beer 88. Yeah, he bought a couple. Restaurant bar. Bought a couple buddies lunch with all quarters. And then rolls out with a pile of quarters. And you know that 16-year-old kid was laughing his ass off. We paid with quarters. We got to go. So they took a picture, put it on social media. Now the restaurant's getting, like, hate mail. Like, how dare you? This kid was straight. And he, genius, fires back, if I can buy lunch for people who can't afford it, I will scrape together all the change I can and come to a restaurant just to feed them. He's got a, uh, I don't know how this happened. People have started to donate money. He's got, like, $1,600 in this account that somebody started for him to take someone to lunch every week. So he's got, he paid the $45 tab with mostly coins and a $20 bill, including a $10 tip. That he so earned because he's a server at the in, country in kitchen. $35. And he works in a restaurant. Yeah. That was the thing. It's like, you know better. $35 and change wow. was on the table with a 20 The waiters. Oh. He's busting tables. The waiters at his restaurant are dicks for throwing out right. quarters. Or not telling him, dude, don't, right. don't do that. And right. yeah, if he's collected quarters to the point where he's taking friends out. What he is is a kid who's got a, uh, his parents need to set him straight and say, hey, quit buying your friend's lunch. They're not your friends. They're taking advantage of it. But in this day and age where somebody, you know, when you shame a teenager just a little bit, he's got some, somebody started some account for him to go take his friends to lunch every week for the next 1600 bucks in like an hour and a half. He's got like a pile of cash. What a brilliant young man. And people get mad that Kylie Jenner isn't self-made. Look at what's going on with your GoFundMe generation. These kids make a mistake, and everybody's like, throw money at him, give him everything. He's going to have $2,500 by the end of today. Whether he uses it for lunch, nobody's ever going to follow through and find out. He's just got a huge, giant thing. But look at that pile of garbage on the table, and that is a fact. Quarter boy is what they call it. (laughs) Or is that his Facebook? Well, they just basically say, by the way, this is not an acceptable way to pay at our restaurant. He's like, it's American currency. People are all over. You don't like it, don't take it. It's like, no, that's not the point. There's ways to cash it in so you're not a dick to the person who's probably running themselves ragged at Beer 88. Now they have to figure out whether or not you paid enough. This is where he also took exception because they used the hashtag no home training. What does that mean? Hashtag at least they left a tip. Hashtag working with the public. But you can go to Safeway and drop all your quarters in. Remember the my my dad. They take ten percent. My dad. Like the, uh, this is probably star. the single most dickheaded thing my dad did to me and my sister while we were being raised. This is probably psychological damage at some point. My dad had this gigantic Snoopy uh, coin thing, and every day he'd one. take his change and Not he'd put Snoopy. it in there. It was it was he'd fill up a uh, it was probably a three foot tall Snoopy piggy bank. And when the thing would get heavy, it was probably 600 pounds, he'd get me and my sister to drag it out to the living room and dump it out on the floor. And we're kids. The pile of change is awesome. And you'd get those little rollers. Yep. And we would roll his change for him because there was no Coinstar. I was Coinstar. Hours into this, you realize this is a three or four day job. And I've already dumped Snoopy out. I can't possibly put all this back in it. You didn't want to do it anymore. And he would like to man, oh, you're not going to pile that all over you. Roll that. And, I'll, and you know what we got? Like, I, I remember rolling, you know, those $10 quarter ones and having a stack of probably about 10 or 11 of those. It's 100 bucks. And then you get, like, the nickels were what outrageous. Two, $300 worth of nickels. Right? $5. Nice. Yeah. Oh, not nice, Brady. Not nice. That's slave labor. 
And we'd walk out of there thrilled, like, woohoo! Hours and hours, days of our summer, just like, here, uh, empty the Snoopy and I'll give you five bucks. Hell yeah! <sighs> Poor, just a mountain of change. And then he'd sit back and, like, yeah, I just know that was his best moment, because A, the Snoopy change was babysitting us for three days. We didn't move, we didn't get in trouble, we didn't do a thing. He didn't have to lift a finger. And he was getting all his money rolled for whatever he was bankrolling and buying for himself later. Now he'll say, well, I was putting a roof over your head and food on the table. Well, God damn it, I'm, I'm responsible for some of that. I was rolling the money. I'm like the naked lady in uh, New Jack City arranging all the cocaine. I should have gotten a better cut. Oh, those rollers. But now Coinstar, I sit there and watch those people just pour a bucket of changes, and I'm like, man, not some once, kid like I me. I once a year, and the Coinstar gives you an option. It says, you know, if you straight up, you want the money, they get uh, 10%. Maybe a little more to you know to sort it out. Yeah. Do it, or you can get all of it back in an Amazon Prime certificate. There you go. Yeah, some kid like me was abused as a child, putting those stupid roller thing—one finger in one side and dropping quarters in, and one goes sideways. You got to dig around. And he invented Coinstar because his dad abused him the same way mine did. Terrible. Coinstar is an awesome invention. We used to get that jar um, growing up. My dad would do it for Easter. Oh, you were allowed he, he to have the jar? A, that was part of the Easter egg hunt. He would uh, have the big jar and unload, and that was the treasure that you, he set up a map. So he took and all the go, stuff he didn't want and dumped it all over the backyard. Then you separate it by, you know, three ways. Man, Our boys you guys are a little too old for that because we started doing that in the advent calendar at Christmas. Putting quarters well, in all it? the coins. You, yeah. you have to change Nobody jar. wants coins. That's why you give them to your kids. Nobody but kids wants yeah. And that's the th- I, whenever change comes up, I just basically just keep it. I don't get it's Walgreens or what. I'm like, I don't need this jangling around. I'm, it's going to end up in a jar at my house that I eventually I'm like, oh, there's a dollar in there. So you've Garb. worked in the restaurant business. Looking further on this Quarter Boys Facebook page, he's got businesses that are jumping on board now. Buffalo Wild Wings has invited me and my quarters, so we're headed there tomorrow to treat <laughs> this another guest. He's brilliant. I'm looking at him cockeyed, but that was brilliant because he probably knew they're going to shame us. We're yep. kids. Somebody's starting to go fund me. You're We're giving gonna, him way I, too I much think credit. I, if you read his posts, <laughs> it's almost like he was ready for it. Yeah. It is literally almost like he had the, they had the GoFundMe ready within an hour of the post coming down saying you're a dick. Within an hour, he had $1,600 donated. It's almost like he's like, watch this. It right was now, he's at 2058 of a uh, is that how much $5,000. Good Lord. Yeah, it was. Hey, he, what's the, oh, there's a, you have to cap it? And he said, I just want to He take, might have thought of it after he got shamed. It, well, then he even. Didn't think, he didn't, because he then, wouldn't know that they're going to actually Eric, post if he something. did it, he post. did it within an hour, and that makes him even more brilliant yeah. to go. The, the, the wheels started spinning within 60 minutes of getting shamed. Go, watch this. I'm a kid. We'll have 2,500 bucks. All I got to do is say I'm taking you guys to lunch once a week because I'm a nice kid. They look like assholes. I'm a teenager. This is easy. 101 people have donated in two days, $2,058. That is a grift if I've ever seen one. That is a, that is a, oh, they used to use kids for this kind of thing. I wouldn't be surprised if his dad's in on it. Well, if I, if I donate to this, I want proof he's taking people to lunch. Exactly. But that's the thing. He's, he's preying on the idea that nobody's ever going to follow through and watch him take his friends to lunch every week. Photo evidence. Yeah. My money at work. You brilliant little son of a bitch. Whether it was pre-planned or post-genius, you take advantage of the world today. I have to think an me. adult told him how to play I, this. I think his dad is grifting and yeah, he's his using dad, his son. His dad, definitely. There's a movie called Paper Moon with Ryan O'Neill and Tatum O'Neill where they used to run grifts with her as a child. And she'd go in and do this thing where she said her grandmother gave her this $10 bill and she accidentally paid for it. But what she did was, she or $20 bill, she yeah, said, I gave 20. you 20 and, uh, and it was Ryan O'Neill would go in before and use the 20 and it had happy birthday Maddie on it. 
And she goes, my grandma gave me that, and I think I gave you a 20 instead of a 10. And she goes, it's a, it's a $20 bill. It says, happy birthday, Maddie, on it. He's like, oh, oh, you did give me a 20, because that's the last 20 in this thing. And to get they'd get their 20 bucks back, and uh, she would, you know, and get change back for that. So they end up with more money than they did. And, oh, I gotta give this to and the stuff, girl. because it was a little girl, she, yeah. of course, she's not lying. Look, there's a happy birthday Maddie 20 in here. And it was one of the best grifts ever. But her father was behind it, and I think that's what's going on with it. Stop throwing money at teenagers. He, uh, he paid with quarters. If anything, the waitress should have a GoFundMe page. Because she's got to pay 10% on her tip now to go get that thing changed out. Because if I was a bartender, when I was at Tony Romans, if somebody's like, will you change up my quarters? I'm like, no. I got plenty. Quick trip is real fast to do that. You give them money they don't like, I don't have change for that. Yes, you do. It's only a line of 70 people. I'm not changing that out. It's 100, and I'm not doing it. <sighs> they got to take your Gatorade and your donuts somewhere else. <laughs> they got to go buy those at a place that can change. It. Brutal. Go to the local casino. Quarters. Exactly. There's three or four. I don't know. No fee. Yeah. Yeah. They'll change out your money immediately. There's ways to turn your You're being a dick. That's a grift. And nobody sees grifts anymore. They see kids, and we can't shame them. Speaking of getting shamed, Tom Brady is getting shamed online for not being hot enough. I love it. He's on the beach with his wife, Giselle. Or as William Shatner told him, you know, with a proper pronunciation, it's Giselle. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it's Giselle, and uh, she and Tom are on the beach together. And Tom is in the same exact shape I think I'm in. And it's bod. depressing. It's just like, wow. You And they're like, Tom doesn't have six-pack abs. Tom does, the greatest of all time looks like, you know. Well, that was his average lot. Joe. Well, when he was drafted, that yeah. was the big thing. They showed his body and everything. Doughy. Like, yeah. There's it like, hasn't this guy's changed. Definitely not a first-round pick. Yeah. It, this is not a good advertisement for the TB12 system. And he's there. And then he's getting body shamed, which I think is hilarious. No man now. Who cares? And that's just proof that your abs don't win you anything. Oh. Except for Giselle. It's the money. It's the money. Sure, he's good looking, but you picture something underneath that uh, sweater that he's wearing. It's a whole lot better. But I like that people are attacking him. And they're not even like they're Patriot fans. They're like, Tommy, got to do some crunches, huh? Come on, bro. Guts looking a little doughy. I love it. Shaming online. Or a lot of guys are out there. Hey, I think I can play quarterback in the NFL now. Yeah, and it does. It makes you really realize, wow. I just didn't try very hard because it doesn't take much of it. You don't have to hit the gym, like they say. And some quarterbacks are just shredded. Tommy's the best that's ever played. He spent some serious money on nutrition. Yeah, well, I think it's more just like massages. and Yeah, keep the body and... Breath mints for his son and him to kiss. I think that's the biggest thing he does. Rets him. A lot of rets. Spends most of his time on... Uh, four to five second kisses with the sun rather than crunches in the gym. 55 gallon drums of Retson. Yeah, that's it. And you lip balm. It. More than likely lip balm. He's the Roy Nelson of... Uh, he oh. is. He's country Tom Brady. <laughs> but I bet you his lips are baby soft and his breath is like an angel in case his son wants to come in and make out with him again. Never forget. Never surrender. I'm tuning out! Yeah. <laughs> Good. You're a Patriot fan. You should have been gone a long time ago. Your favorite quarterback kisses his son too long. It's on the internet. He posted it on a show about himself. I love it. And his dad. And his old man and him kiss. That was my screensaver for a while. It's a family tradition. That's what the Duggars said until they had to kick one of them out for throwing fingers. 
Can't family tradition long, slow kisses. That's not a family tradition. That's incest. That's West Virginia. And Tom Brady, as we all know, is deep down just a, a hillbilly with a good arm. you got to love it. He's a Michigan guy. Anytime you can make him an incestuous blob of dough, you're gonna have you've got to climb on board. Then he still has a lot of ring. Yeah, I know. That's why we go after him. He's, he's champion. He's everything I'll never be. And what's more depressing is he's just basically looks the same. It's like, wow. At least you know, dress it up a little bit, ab it up, put some muscles on that, make me feel like I could never achieve it. I'm achieving your body. We have the same build. You're just. How you doing, oh, NFL scout? Depressing. <laughs> you want him to be a Superman, and he's just not. Just average-bodied Joe who's magnificent at the game. God damn it. It's depressing. Oh, it's depressing. And he can't catch. That's fun. I tried to throw him a pass last year. All right, Toledo, well done. Toledo brought it up. Uh, he, mimed out, he mimed out the lack of, uh, of the lack of the ability to catch a football, which is fantastic. Maybe if he's in better shape, he'd have gotten to that. He almost said the F word. Uh, it's 642. What do you got on the big board of music today there? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. List your house with us. we got a great discounts for uh, military, first responders, AUPD listeners. ELOteam.com. Uh, let's do the new Scars on Broadway. It's uh, going to be out this week. Okay. There's a few singles released on iTunes already. Lives is the uh, first track we'll go with. Jeremy Beakley has emailed it and says, I heard from a guy who heard from his brother that you in no certain terms said the word treason yesterday. I'm out. <laughs> Brilliant. How dare you? Brilliant. Yeah. I love trigger words. All right, let's do it. Yeah, this is good. I, I uh, didn't get a chance. I was going to listen to this yesterday, but I didn't. Is it out now or is it Friday? Uh, it'll be Friday. Okay. The whole album. Okay. Uh, but there's like three songs you can download now. I like the Scars on Broadway. But when we did it in the hot release yesterday, I thought to myself, man, this is exactly the type of stuff we should be rooting for with rock music. It's kind of dopey fun. It's got a different sound. It's from a band we loved, kind of an offshoot of them. I don't know why everybody's kind of, why they had to have such a, a struggle to climb up. But hopefully this record's good, because what we listened to yesterday, I kind of like. There it goes. There it is. Half, there it is halfway everybody. through it already, Sorry. Richard. Wake up. Uh, it's Scars on Broadway. And that this definitely means they'll be touring, so we'll bring it back. You're still playing it. We want to start at a certain time. Well, usually we got to wait for you to start and, the music now. And you're halfway through a song before I even say go get them. Well, Toledo's very eager to get this song on the air, so let's let's appease that. Start a GoFundMe for Toledo's broken carpal tunnel hands. We're going to grift some money out of this. You didn't realize. Don't shame him, you guys. Are you feeling shamed? Uh, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings will take Yeah, you, you, and all he wanted to do was play a song for you and take everybody to breakfast, but he doesn't have the money or ability. GoFundMe page is available at John Holmberg slash... <laughs> We're looking for five grand. We're looking for five grand so we can get Toledo's carpal tunnel fixed. Just an unnecessary surgery. Yeah, yeah. We, we won't actually follow through with it. We're just going to keep the money and we're going to go buy games. You got to get it done. Yeah, we're, we're going to get new PlayStations for everybody. We're not, draw, I can draw on stars. In two weeks, everybody will be talking about something else and we'll have five grand in our hands from this stupid thing. And nobody ever, nobody from GoFundMe ever shows up and goes, all right, I'm the GoFundMe uh, authenticator. Let's take a look and see what you've done with this money. Nobody knows. They get their 20%. They're good. You had that one uh, family that had that kid that wasn't doing well and raised a ton of money and then found out that they were wrong. On the diagnosis. Yeah, and then it's like, well, we'll keep going. Yeah, what happens with the uh, Yeah, what happens with the money when they, the money. it turned out the diagnosis wasn't correct and you're raising money for a rare disease and then it's like, nope, misdiagnosed it. 
We had a ton of money. You know, it's to no, no fault of theirs. I'm not blaming them, but at the same time. So does that mean they did not need the money for the medical expenses? It started to go down that road. But the idea. But they have something up to that point? Though? The idea they, they should have ceased right there. Right, okay, right there. I'll right give you. right there, you should have said, but sorry about that, that point, folks. We were wrong the whole time, yeah. but didn't. It was like, no, we were wrong. We'll still take tons of money for this. This is going really well for us right now. Like, wait a minute. You can't just keep yeah, addicted to uh They aren't fundraising. together anymore. Oh, they got divorced? Yeah. Because of this? Um, Probably a little I know, bit. No, but that didn't help. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Because what it turned out, the kid was, like, curable. It turned, um, yeah, one half into yeah. really uh, loving being in the, um, in the spotlight, spotlight kind of a little bit. Yeah. Like being a patting herself on the back and feeling yeah, like the angel. Yeah, this is my mission, and right. uh, yep. To raise money for kids with this disease that my kid actually does not have, and then uh, that yeah. stopped, and it became all about like making sure that it's weird. I know a couple people that had that happen where they started to raise money for something that didn't happen at first, and they kept was, going. It was really good, and then all of a sudden, you. Um, I remember you and I checking it out. I'm like, wow, yeah. this is pretty elaborate. This setup. Yeah. There's music. There's. Oh, it was I mean, an amazing. You put presentation. it on there. You're, you're crying after yeah. two minutes. How could you not? The kid had something I'd never heard of before, and it was just ravaging him, and the parents were helpless. And their bills were going through the moon because they had to keep testing him and all these things, and it turned out, nope, wasn't that. What are you going to do? With, like the, the, You said that the next test was like 20-some thousand bucks. What are you going to do with that money now that you don't need that test? We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it and give it to him. What if he catches the flu or something? Or it breaks his arm. We need medical payments. That was that was a big one. But I think you get addicted to that. You can fundraise in twenty grand. I might have to start a uh, Kirby on the floor campaign. No, well, yesterday. Here's I'll continue the wet blanket <laughs> after the show. Yeah, get a call. It's Ronnie. I'm I'm going to the emergency room, and then the doctor calls me, which was pretty cool. I mean, because she yeah. couldn't get a hold of me. I was in between them. They called me and said they, I sent your wife. Doctor Lou says I'm sent your wife to the ER. Yeah, her AKG is just going through the roof. It's oh, no. weird. Ronnie said, herself. Ronnie herself. Said, Don't mess around. Just go over there. So we go to Chandler Regional. They, you know, staff was great and everything, but they're they're doing uh, three CAT scans. They did Jeez all Louise. these What was tests. going on? have no idea. Her, her uh, resting rate is in between 80 and 130. Oh, something. And they can't figure out what's going on. She feels, you know, fine. She was, you know, probably was finishing up a cold and other stuff and you know i checked with the doc first of all is it because they're cuckoo could that do it he goes no it rules out Any what other a medication? loving husband no. you are the bedside manner i think it's because you, you be might be cuckoo. joke at these times but basically you left the ER, you know we were there from 11 a.m till 8 p.m at night oh my goodness and uh you left basically saying well she's cuckoo i'm referring you to a cardiologist yeah uh to follow up because one cardiologist already looked at it. Yeah. And you, like a and caffeine so overdose you, or something? That's what I, I was running down. I said, yeah. well, how about caffeine? If she has... Yeah, she's got like she six goes, Starbucks oh, or two, something. Yeah, I have two, two a day. Did you go like home she, and slow her heart down a little bit? Well, they gave her... Here's the thing. They, in order to try to do one of the things, they give her medications uh, to drop the resting rate. You right. have to get it at 60. Jeez, man. And they uh, gave her a pill at first. Still didn't drop it. Then they did uh, the IV, same drug, and it still didn't drop the resting rate. So we never were able to read. The, is she okay uh, now? Or is it still she, going? They, uh, she was able to. They released her from the hospital, and they said just follow up. But, you know, the blood test. The good news on that is uh, no like high enzymes. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. Wow. Stroke and that kind of stuff is 
I do out like that. Right your now. first diagnosis was you may be. Yeah, I go. You know, most women are cuckoo dog. <laughs> Did the doctor look up from his clipboard and go, "You're an asshole," and then walk away? No, maybe after the second one, I said, "Listen, I, I gotta uh, take the kids back home, to, but uh, then I'll come back and we'll pull the plug on this yeah. thing." Okay. Tell Wacko the clown I'll be back in an hour. I gotta eat. Wow. So she's all right. Her heart's still going, though. She still feels bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, still... Because at first we were terrible. questioning, she has the Apple Watch, and, you know, last week... The watch might be broken. That's what we thought, because <laughs> But it started she, firing up a week ago. Oh, I was saying, it was registering, you know, I go, maybe that watch isn't accurate. So she's still in the hospital? No, she's out, but, um, you know, we're they're basically got to follow up with the... You're listening to her heart all the time, you'll go home and put your head on her chest? Keep it down! No, I'm not allowed to do that. No, no, okay. no. I did, I've done the. You're trying. You're like, Jesus. can I check you out? Yeah. It's like sleeping next to Alex Van Halen. Keep it down. <laughs> I get it. Your heart's beating. Show off. Man, well that's terrible. I hope Ronnie's all right. And that's before okay. everything, I go, what? What's this going to cost me? How much is that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Man, I mean... <laughs> man, she'll do anything not to have sex with you. <laughs> I saw Brady had half a heart on. I better start having a heart attack. I told her that. I go, man, you're really going out of your way. This headache thing is yeah. getting. She's been in her period since 2004. <laughs> that was a funny point. The uh, doctor, doctor was in there, and then the uh, assistant, and I really have a headache. And I go, man, <laughs> don't do I hear it. that all the time. <laughs> you, were, hey, you were just you were a holding in there. Oh, yeah. Did you have the hat and the, that's and the how, flower? That's how I deal with it. You had the seltzer flower? I'm sure Ronnie appreciates that very much. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's thinking her heart's exploding. You're like, ah, she's cuckoo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my head, my head is throbbing. I, my heart's racing out of my chest. Boy, I hear that one all the time. Miss Headache. And then the 20-minute set I did down in the cafeteria. Oh, my God. Two Jew doctors walk into Ronnie's room. Hey, I'm looking at you guys. How you doing? You Thanks like for the, coming tonight. What's that uh, Robin Williams movie where yeah. he's a clown in the... Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for at least Patch Adams had some medical training. He just didn't come in dressed <laughs> as a clown and say, You're a cuckoo! And leave. I gotta take Kirby out for some noodles. <laughs> Good news, you're not cuckoo! Don't don't leave me, my Brady, my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this isn't psychosomosis, psychosomania. Ah, you're cuckoo. <laughs> Well, I hope you're all right, Ronnie. Someone here cares. Did you kiss her goodbye, or did you not want to catch it? I, I stayed away from her. For if you go back, she's going to just be a corpse. I, 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 I tried to do sound? the best I could at comfort. Her the yeah, whole it sounds time. like it. You're a real, you're a real pillow. You're a soft landing spot. <laughs> you're a feather bed, Brady. I like it. You even brought it up here. Oh, well, she Jesus. might be cuckoo. I don't know. I don't know her that well. What's the prognosis, man? Nothing. You gotta go back no, to the doctor. that way forever. They're gonna, uh, you know, we'll follow up with the cardiologist, Cardi B. That's the worst. They send you on your way, but yeah, you're still. Yeah, we don't really know what's yeah. going on. Which is good in a way that the that they felt comfortable enough that saying, you know, after the blood tests and the other tests, that looking for signs. You'll of be it. all right. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Out of what you didn't know hey, is that you're cuckoo. Get out yeah. of here. in the other room in the doctors, well, her husband says she may be cuckoo, and I don't want to see another dead body, so let's get her out of here. <laughs> if she's cuckoo, that's great. If she's not, it's his problem. But there are some things that, you know, like if you're battling, um, you know, if you have a cold and uh, stress, 
those can yeah. raise the resting. How much stress you got? Week? And a 130 resting heart well, rate that, is not. You know, and it would stay, but crazy. You know, yeah. Why were you there the whole time? It was between 74 and 80. Why are you putting so much stress on it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm do? like, what am I doing? Yeah. So mm. I'm trying to. Is your heart stuff contagious? <laughs> well, uh, there's my other Did you joke. green go, mile out? Wait a minute. This should be the other way around. Yeah. I'm the one with the heart problem. She's super healthy. I'm the one that should be over there. Deep down inside, be honest, <laughs> when this was going on, did you, like, get a little sense of satisfaction? It's like, see, it doesn't matter what you eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All day. I can the keep Jim doing fix whatever I'm argument. <laughs> Jim fix argument. Jim fix died, and he was a runner. Jogging. And he died dead. running. <laughs> Brady's eating a pizza in the hospital. No, that's what he did when I had my back surgery, and the lady wanted to admit him for a stroke. I've never seen anyone prouder of himself. Channel Regional, your pizza's not that good. When I had when I had my back surgery, and Brady brought in a large and a medium, and Megan and I got the medium, and he sat and laughed and cracked open the bigger box and started to eat it. And they took my blood pressure, which I take great pride in, like, having awesome blood pressure. Because it's a statistic. I like them. I grew up watching baseball. Stats are fun. And it was like, even in surgery, like, prior to it, 119 over 70. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, take his. 163 over 108. She goes, are you feeling all right? And he's got a handful of pizza. Fine, what? Are you on blood pressure medication? Yep, but I'm eating pizza. That has nothing to do with it. Yes, it does. He tells the nurse. When you're eating a super six, yeah, and she said spinados, and that your blood pressure will go. And she said, if I wasn't looking at you right now and just saw these numbers on paper, I'd admit you for a stroke. <laughs> and Brady, literally, having this told to him in a hospital by a professional, took a bite of pizza and went, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a stroke lately. He laughs in the face he of He laughs in the face oh, of yeah. strokes. <laughs> it should be great when his left eye is down by his jaw. <laughs> Right. I can still get pizza in half my mouth. Come on. Brady with a stroke would be great on the air. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. You'd think the Brady Report's fun now. If I believed in God, that's what I'd pray for. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. I think we all would. Yeah, half Thank your face. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Right and, and, and in the hospital, when, when I'm there and you're in the bed going, <laughs> and the doctor comes in and says, he's going to have to learn to talk again. I'd be like, hey, he wasn't very good at it in the first place. <laughs> all right. Everybody, it's junky hospital guys. And you're Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Why do you do such things? Hey, Brady, do me a favor. Say, I am not an animal. <laughs> Come on. I'm a human being. Say hamburger. 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 <laughs> How fast can we get him on the air, Doc? It's even better. Doc, could you give me an Emmy? Yeah. Hamburger. <laughs> hey, I'm afraid he's going to have to learn to read. And talk all over again. Oh, that's great. Maybe it'll be better this time. <laughs> this is this is no probably this is probably something we should have said twenty years ago. Before this debate, you need to learn to read and talk all over. <laughs> Dear ghost in the sky. That's what I've been saying for twenty years. What happened to you? Well, let me speak for everybody but Brady in the room. Ronnie, I hope you're doing well. Yeah, we're, we're praying. We're praying. Peace and teas. <laughs> Throwing them out your direction. It's funny since I've mentioned Benny's cancer, my dog's cancer and stuff, and it, you know Megan put pictures of him on the Facebook, and I've gotten calls and texts from people that say, hey, I heard you talking about your dog, dog lovers all over. They text me, and then they'll say, I'm praying for you. And I'm, you know, as, you know, the outward atheist that's, you know, so I, I respect that. I understand that you're saying you that because, You let it slide. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to attack that. I think that's a lovely thing to say. It's your, it, I'm in your best interest and in your thoughts. That's nice. 
Uh, but inevitably, all of them will text back. Even though you don't believe in that, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, don't worry about it. I, I'll take all the magic I can get at this point. I think it's, an, you know, if it works, it works to you. That's great. All of them are worried. I'm just like, I'm going to sit there and go, my dog's got <laughs> cancer, and we're really going through quite a bit of, you know, emotional stuff. Well, we're praying for you. You know what? Go f*** yourself. I don't need your prayers. I'm never, nobody would. You should text back, hey, ask a big guy for a Steeler Super Bowl yeah. victory. Uh, oh, and also, <laughs> yeah, while we're at it, uh, go fund me page for yeah, the dog and me while we're grifting this out. I'm doing all right. I can afford it, but I'd like to be reimbursed by society if that's possible. Hey, and also, instead of just individually praying for Ben to get better, how about just, uh, hey, big fella up there, Sky Wizard, let's just get rid of cancer altogether. Well, why'd you invent that? Yeah, go big. Go big. I know Benny is just a small piece of this, but let's just let's just call it what it is. He invented something pretty horrible. How about you put in, let's nix that. What do you really have to lose by going big? Nothing. Nothing. No- nothing. You can ask. Sky, Sky Wizard will or will not do There's it. There's no you, limit. Yeah. yeah. Ask for anything. Sky Wizard, my buddy's dog's got the cancer, and I started thinking, this is kind of your fault. So how about just uh, put some paperwork together and it stops that altogether. We just stop with the cancer. <laughs> if, how about this? We'll trade cancer in for peaceful sudden death. Uh, yeah, that's a good sudden one. I would, rather catch, I would rather have a doctor say, I don't know when or where, but in the next 10 to 14 months, you're going to have a very peaceful sudden death. In your sleep. And nothing's going to hurt. Oh, what a benevolent God we have that would allow... And then you just kind of live your life every day. You could happen So now. on day one of the 10th month, do you change anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Instead, it's, it's a diagnosis of a very, very aggressive cancer that the cells will eventually start to eat the organs of your dog. And he will get very weak and die. And it won't be good. Oh, okay. Well, if I was a praying man, that's what I'm going to pray to try to stop. Not just for Ben. Although that's where I'd start, because he's mine. But for everybody. Eric's mother, my mom, everybody. We've all stand up for cancer last night at the home run, or at the uh, All-Star game. Let's pray for that. If you're if you're a believer in the magic, get on that one. Stop thinking about yourself. People are sending a lot of people in cardiologist group. numbers. Huh? There we go. People are sending in the cardiologist phone number. Oh, you got oh, your really? pick. Oh, you, that's yeah, first that's thing great. And also cafeteria recommendations. You called your dad and told him, Get some plane tickets. Like and Ronnie's not gonna be around much longer. Brady, you have not <laughs> lived until you've had the Reuben at the uh, Chandler Regional Medical Center. It's fantastic. Ooh, fat guys know the menu at the hospital. I hope Ronnie goes back. They serve a Reuben. Isn't that irresponsible? The hospital would look at Brady and go, "Yeah, here's your Reuben." Here's slathered with I mean, Russian dressing. You get a you salad. don't you don't get that food if you're a patient. I know, but even if you, even if you wandered in as a hospital, they should have a doctor back there in the kitchen going, "No, not for him." Yeah, but Brady, you could just get because it on it's your a hospital. Out. Yeah. Do you have a plan, Brady? That's what everybody's asking. Like, what kind of life policy does no, Brady have on Ronnie? Like, if we lose Ronnie, how quick are you back in the game? Because oh, you, you don't seem this? like the right. best single dad type to me. I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do I have a plan for when she dies? Yeah. And my well, lab? you've never thought about it yeah, until yesterday. Did it run through your mind yesterday? Yeah, it, two days. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. Megan went through a stomach thing, and I'm like, well, this could, uh, she could get fat. No, I didn't think that. I, th- I thought she could, no, this could be, what? And then your, your brain starts playing with, like, oh, no, you know, what? You know, you, worst case scenario. It, I didn't start, like Eric did, start thinking about how fast will I find someone. But I hear what Eric's saying. Well, you need, like, a replacement, because yeah. you're not going to be able to play tennis. Laundry, play. time. Right. You oh, need, no, you need I an will. in-home yeah. sitter. Oh, you will? I'll find a good place for Kirby. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. That's nice. Well, then you do have a plan. I do have a plan. Okay, yeah. good. All right, yeah. I was just yeah. checking. It better not be my house. <laughs> I have tile floors. You would be very uncomfortable. 
<laughs> Kirby, look, this, your mom's gone. This isn't going to work out. All right? Uh, I, can't have I, got, I got to play tennis. This is uh, too much. I, I got, I'm enjoying golf right now. And I got to get you somewhere. It's the most morbid thought in the world, but as Brady's putting dirt on top of the casket, it keeps opening, going, mm, Father, should be here. I should not. Get back in there. Be with your mother. <laughs> you guys are attached oh, at the hip man. anyway. You get to sleep on the ground the rest of your days. Oh <laughs> now you get to sleep in it. Yes, I have a plan. He's like brave. Kirby couldn't take it. She dug down in there. She's not with us anymore. Anyway, I got an attorney at three in El Paso. I got to catch a flight. It's the 55s and ups. 4.5ers. We're going for the title. $75 on the line. <laughs> well, these funeral expenses are my ass. It cost me a little, but... It, and, and ladies, this and it is morbid and everything else, but let's be real. Every man, probably women too, I can't really climb in your brains, has thought of, if she's dead, what do I oh, do? Oh, sure. We've they, all yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 I'm going to take a higher insurance policy. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's when we're in a fight with you, and you don't want to know how fast we're doing cool stuff. <laughs> when we kill you yeah, yeah. in our heads. It's an awful thing. And we do but men do it. We we think of how we'd be on our own again. John, a couple of things. Is it possible to line Kirby up as Brady's replacement already? What? Oh, to do the show. Do I thought you show. meant. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, that was getting weird. And then you used to say this about Charlie, that getting him drunk would make him sound eloquent. What if the stroke has that effect on Brady? Yeah, maybe. It's Brady Morgan's Brady Report. Live from Phoenix Daily. Yeah, the funny thing is sometimes when we think of um, you dying, ladies, man, this is a tough conversation to admit to, but when we think of you dying, sometimes we think of all the sympathy poon we'd get. How we can use it. We do. Oh, I mean, people would be really nice to me for a while. It's terrible. Especially but, if you have a kid, if you have a daughter. Oh, oh Brady, take her out with you around. Yeah. There's been Bust movies. <laughs> there's been movies that have been veiled Crushing about. It. Well, I mean, think about it. These movies that are like women write them. Nora Ephron writes movies about a dad with a son whose mother died, and they never really get into the mother dying part. They get into the ladies like, oh, he's amazing. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, the poon that's gonna that's gonna follow. Women know. They want a widower. They t Most women want your wife to die because it will make you more sensitive. That's why women hate each other. Maybe we've stumbled across. Maybe that's why women deep down hate each other is because th you're still alive, and that means that this guy that's pretty decent isn't sensitive enough yet. Well, by 35, 40, all the uh, good good guys are gone, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the women. But, so, and then, but, so and the it, pool is not very good. And the maternal instinct kicks in and goes, he needs someone to help him because he's looking and fumbling around with that diaper. Because his wife's dead. <laughs> Nothing tragic about this. I'm getting wet. Chick's in the theater crying. Anyway, sorry about that, Brady. I hope Ronnie's all right. I hope her... Is she still wearing the Apple Watch? I'd take that away right away, because that's just going to constantly drive her nuts and make her heart go crazy. Yeah, right? it's going to cause yeah, anxiety. Don't know. It's like being attached to a, an EKG all day long. You don't want that. That's wild. Is that's the resting rate is so high, that's but horrifying. her blood pressure is... Fine. Yeah. My uh, aunt went through a thing where her resting heart rate was 18. She was dying every time her heart would beat, and then it would stop for a while. I'm like, unbelievable. She made it fine. She was all right. But the fear of it all is nobody knew what to do. They gave her all the pills. I'm like, we don't know how to speed this thing back. We can give you cocaine. I don't know if that'll work. You're just going to live like a, a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what she's going to be like. Yeah. Well, that's not good. Oh, Ronnie, we're rooting for you. I'm sure it's just a palpitation of some sort. Or Hopefully. I had a caffeine overdose once, and it felt like my heart was going through the moon. But 
Doesn't sound like that's what it was because the pills kicked right in. How do you how do you do that caffeine overdose? I was overdoing it. I was working like 18, 19 hours a day, and I was staying awake. I was drinking sodas? coffee, and Eric, I don't like coffee and soda pop. You were doing the energy drinks. Oh, oh back in the day, yeah. yeah. You can I have a caffeine too much overdose. caffeine. And it's scary. Slow it down. Because I had, well, the, the chambers of my heart started to beat out of order. So my heart would, like, pump and then shake, and you could feel it. Like, yeah, I'm, you, you drink more caffeine than most no. people on Earth. This so. was before. Like, really? Now is nothing compared to before. I was trying to stay awake. I was literally sleeping at the radio station for a while. And waking up, I hate coffee. I drink a pot of it. Like, I can't stay up. I was killing myself, but I was trying to get my foot in the door, and I was just breaking my neck. And uh, about 5 o'clock that afternoon, I'm like, something is seriously wrong. And it, was, it scared the hell out of me. It was horrible. So I switched to diet. Uh, it's 7.05. Let's get right to it. It's Scars on Broadway, It's uh, and it's still got the same amount of caffeine. I didn't realize that at the time. But mentally, because uh, I was cuckoo, that's all it was. Turned out I was just cuckoo. I like your diagnosis, Brady. I, I nailed it. Yeah. You suffer from cuckooist feminists. <laughs> Otherwise known as crazy bitch syndrome. You'll be fine. Uh, it's Scars on Broadway. Is it lives or lives? This is for Ronnie. Ooh. Good question. Live, Ronnie. Live. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. Go get him. Uh, it's the Marilyn Manson. We're getting a little uh, concert psyched about that one. Manson and Zombie coming to town in August. Uh, I think it's a day after our heat stroke open. Is it not? Is it 26? I don't remember. Either way, pretty damn uh, cool week we got going on there in August, and that'll be a good show. Hopefully, Marilyn, big fat Marilyn Manson, can show up and do all right. In the heat. Maybe he's in training. I hope he's jogging on the treadmill on a nightly basis. I had a prep for the Phoenix show. Ah, He runs in his leathers. Uh He's running in that leather suit. Look, it's loose now. Anyway, good show coming. Either way, hopefully they're all uh, up and ready to go and... Proper drug levels are met so they can perform beautifully. Not overdoing it, not underdoing it. Zombie and Manson will be here in late August. Uh, It's time now for Brady to give you all the news through his stressful evening. Give him a break today. Uh, It is the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. A great place to replace your wife. Hooters. I mean, have a meal. It's the July of Beers Month, by the way. Get a Bud Light draft for $3 or Corona draft for 4 bucks at Hooters right now. Brady reported. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National Hot Dog Day. Oh, boy. Hi. I could have sworn. After that all the hypertension talk? Yeah. He's done with it. That ain't bugging I, I don't have to deal with it. Well, you do. Oh, yeah. What right. do you mean? Every morning you do, don't you? Every time you take one of those pills, you're dealing with it. <laughs> But that means you can have hot dogs, so it's a trade-off. I, I can celebrate National Hot Dog Day. I know. Without having a hot dog. I know. Uh, but will you? Yeah. Yeah, will you? Want to go to Ted's after the show? Get us a little grilled frank. That do sound Portillo's. pretty good. Portillo's. Yes. Portillo's. Okay. Chicago dog. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to celebrate <laughs> Hot Dog Day. See how easy that was? On this day in history... 482 years ago in 1536, the authority of the Pope was declared void in England by King Henry VIII. Is that when they went Church of England? That's when he was boning everything. Oh, that's right. He didn't like the rules. They're uh, dumb. Not working. Um, 49 years ago in 1969, just before midnight, July 18th. Drunken Ted Kennedy drove his car off the bridge. Oh, that's right. This is Chappaquiddick weekend. He's 
swam to safety, left Mary That's... Jo in the car, and he left the scene and didn't report it to the police several hours. You make it sound hours. like a festival weekend. Well, they have a big parade out of it. It was for yeah. he was given one-year probation for leaving the scene of an accident. Went on to proudly serve the U.S. Senate. Yeah, every year in Chappaquiddick, they have a big pier party. And look how sturdy it is now, they say. <laughs> Everybody jumps on the end. It'll never happen again. 30 years ago on July 18th in 1988, California Appeals Court dismissed the ridiculous case against Ozzy Osbourne and CBS Records. Oh, yeah. That kid in 1984, the teenager that killed himself, supposedly listening to Ozzy's song, Suicide Solution. The parents tried to hold Ozzy and CBS Records responsible. Yeah. And six years ago, 2012, is Kim Jong-un officially took over as Supreme Leader of North Korea. When? That was six years ago? Six wow. years ago. And it was only five years ago in 2013 that Detroit became the largest city ever to file for bankruptcy. They're in debt about $18 billion. i got to say about Kim Jong-un, and all Asian people for the most part, he's aging really well. He still looks really young. You think? Yeah, I think he did. I, think really, I don't like his hair. I don't like his choices. But he really still looks very young, and he's, what is that, 34? He still looks like a teenager. And a lot of Asian people, like you see those old, old Asians sometimes, like, what? 96? You know, I guess like 50-something. That's very nice of you to say. Dude. It is. Asians are doing a And that's a nice stereotype. You slants age better than anybody else, maybe on the planet, next to the blacks. Because that don't crack. I watched a guy on TV the other day, and he was eating uh, something. He's on a porch just eating, like, sunflower seeds or something. Just chomping down. I remember... And he starts talking about things he remembers, and it was like, wait a minute, did he just say the, I think he's just talking about Roosevelt. Uh, huh? And it was like, yeah, he was born in like 1912. <laughs> he's like 108. What in the world? He looked fantastic. Your boy Kim is 35. Yeah, he looks he looks the same as he did when he, you know, when we first knew him. That's a young face. And I think being a little chubby in the face helps an Asian. There's no wrinkles. You just, I guess, you need to learn to just zip through life being happy. Oh, that's true. Very well. Very veiled. <laughs> Do you think he's just happy? You think happiness is the key for if the North Supreme Korean leader, Supreme Leader? I think, pretty, I think yeah. he's probably pretty. Yeah. He's probably got some stress. Supreme Leader. <laughs> he got a little stress. That's not, well, good for him. You know, if you, you know, can't say something nice. You're aging well, at least. I hear he drinks a lot of wine and cheese. He eats a yeah, lot of well, cheese. That's your dream. No, that's not a good. Oh, just good the way. cheese part. Here's a couple of fun facts. It's illegal to own a rabbit in Queensland, Australia, unless you're a magician. One <laughs> 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 exception. <laughs> All right, we noticed quite a few rabbits in your backyard. So get your hat and show us a trick or two, or we're taking them away. Yeah, is there like a card you get? I'm a magician. Yep. Your neighbors are complaining. We've got a rabbit population issue in your backyard. Uh, Magic wand hat time, because if you can't come up with a couple of tricks, we're going to uh, commandeer all of your rabbits, gutted and otherwise. I'm a magician, but I just haven't worked out the jokes yet. Not good enough. Take the rabbits away. Where do they put them? Back in the hat. 
<laughs> oh, they go to a real magician. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not going to wander around here and make people think you're a magician. There's plenty of poor magicians in Australia that don't have rabbits. You're taking advantage of the system. Even though Scotland only averages yeah. 15 to 20 snowy <laughs> days Wait a, a minute. Year. Who's trying to get away with that? That that needed to be a law. <laughs> that they're, they're uh, milking the system? Uh, I'm a magician. Ah, we didn't thought of that. Crikey. Hadn't thought of that. All right. We'll let you have it. Only you. Put it in the byline of that law. But if they're magicians, they can have them. That is quite a caveat. I am the amazing Abbo. <laughs> I would pay top dollar in Vegas to see the amazing Abbo. <laughs> Just boomeranging everybody out of the room. Oh, be amazing. Even though Scotland only averages about 15 to 20 snowy days a year, there are 421 different words for snow in Scottish. Yeah. Don't they speak English, though, which is really weird. <laughs> I mean, they've got that weird thing. They go, oh, and be all your heat. I like to ala all. Huh? Harry Truman joined the KKK in 1924 to get their support in a county judge election in Missouri. So he never went to any of their meetings and quit almost immediately. Yeah, but it's what Sasha Baron Cohen did to all those congressmen when he said, hold these things and say that kindergartners and preschoolers need guns. You join for a day, you hope to get the money, and you quit. By the way, people are very concerned, Brady. Jimmy Taylor is fired over. Is it possible Ronnie's heart condition is a result of anxiety that coincides with the weekly broadcast and peer pressure for Brady to go anal? <laughs> I think that might, we did a, have the boompy tongue dart thing. Yeah. Maybe cute. I try to keep those things from her a lot of times. But... What? That you're going anal on her? She doesn't no, even know? No, no, no. Yeah. That's, that's embarrassing, Brady. That's, you shouldn't have admitted that. That gives me anxiety. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you do? Break her radio or something? Yeah. Yeah, there's no radio. Tell all her friends house. not to listen? Yeah. Uh, well, that's worse because then her friends are like, oh, my God, watch her ass tonight. What happened? I can't. I'm not allowed He's to. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. If he says the word boompy, it's uh, on. Protect the boompy. Block your boompy. We'll take her to Tactical Black and she'll learn boompy maneuvers. How to evade a boompy intruder. I would like to hear... Well, I'm going to ask Jay to do that for me next on Friday when I go back in. Today, boompy intrusion. Fight, <laughs> off, a, fight off a boompy intruder. Did you get your armless attacker? Tony will love that, my trainer. That, that that shakes his head at all our jokes. Like, oh my God, these people are horrible. Tony, try to put it in my boompy and I'll fight you off. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this guy. He's a jackass. Did you get your armless attacker? No, they, they were joking about having one, but... <laughs> did not <laughs> they, they basically said kick him <laughs> we went through one drill here's how you fight off an armless guy <laughs> fights over fight over he had a knife though didn't he he had scissors yeah, he, in his feet he, scissors, yeah, he stabbed him four times he's still basically you know hey he's badass with his feet probably did you see him crawl up yeah. on that counter yeah. Well, it's fun because Jay and Josh always, you know, and Tony, too, they always sit and tell you, it's like, look, never underestimate somebody you're about to fight. If they're willing to fight you, they've got something in their brain that makes them think they can win it. Nobody sits there and says, I'm going to lose this fight, but I'm getting in there. So, armless guy, he'd probably scare me more if he's bowing up to me. I'm like, this guy's got a skill. I don't know. I'm leaving. And he's going to be in my boompy before four. Ow! Armless guy in my boompy. How's he holding me down? 
new survey asked women if there's anything that gives them more pleasure than sex. And majority of them said, yes, absolutely. Divorce. They ranked two things above sex in the survey. You ready for this? Sex with someone else. Shopping and traveling. Okay. Go nuts, sister. 95% of the women also said they would prefer great love over great sex. No. 95% garbage. They're not trying hard enough. Why do they why do they hate like it seems like they're just like trying to fight off how fun it actually is cuz we like it so much. It is uh, a condition in the brain that if a man loves something a lot a woman always thinks that it it has taken over why he's alive. You like something too much. They always go like, "Well, does he like that more than me?" Football's the big argument oh, yeah. there. It's like, "Well, that's what uh, Doug's wife did." She constantly tried to get him to stop seeing going to football to prove that he loved her more than the game. Well, we don't. We don't love you more than our. It's not a competition. It isn't. No, it's not even close. It's not even a competition that's close. We love that more than you. <laughs> In a different way. But it is a love we have more. I mean, if Ronnie ever told you, stop watching all Ohio State. You're not even like a crazy fan. You're a fan. You're not like nuts about it. If she said, yeah. stop liking Ohio State, it makes me angry. You'd be like, you're nuts. Get I'm, out. I'm out. Get out. Get out. I love that so much more than you. It'll always be there for me. You're banana. And you know what will never happen? Ohio State will never call you and go, hey, will you leave your wife? We're feeling a little bit insecure about You might love her more than us. I don't know. Some of these universities are going way off. You never know now. They're never going to call you no. and tell you to leave your wife. <laughs> but your wife might ask you. So we love sex. I think it's guys' fault for being so into it. That chicks are like, ugh, he likes it too much. I have to pull back. Another new study ranked the 182 biggest cities in the country for the most stressed to the least. They used 37 different factors. Unemployment, commute times, average income, bankruptcy, foreclosure rates, divorce rates. Those are just some mental health, binge drinking. And the most stressed out city in America? Chicago. It was in the fun fact this morning. The one that declared bankruptcy five years oh. ago. Not the fun facts, but the, this day yeah. in history. Detroit is number one. Yeah, I can see that. Newark, New Jersey, Cleveland, Ohio, Birmingham, Alabama, Toledo, Ohio, Baltimore, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, Milwaukee, Gulfport, Mississippi, and St. Louis is the top ten. The least stressed? Honolulu. Fremont, California. Where's that? Bismarck, North Dakota. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Everywhere you never want to be. Overland Park, Kansas. Yep. South Burlington, Vermont. Yep. Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, we are a very laid back place. And just under, so Irvine, California, San Jose, California, Madison, Wisconsin, Lincoln, Nebraska were the 10 hmm. least Fre- stressed. Fremont At, is San Jose, Fremont, oh, Palo Alto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 and 12 were Chandler and Gilbert. And Phoenix was right about uh, 43rd or something. A lot of resorts, a lot of golf. A lot I like of it. Good weather. But it is on a list of places I just said you'd never want to be. So I wonder if... I don't want to go to Nebraska to de-stress. I'd rather have stress. <laughs> there was a pickup basketball game at the L.A. Fitness in Sterling, Virginia on Monday. Let me guess. There was a fight? Yes. <laughs> Who'd have thought? One guy got upset after another guy set a hard pick on him. Yeah, we can't do that. You see it all the time in these. Yeah, constantly. Well, it was so bad he called the police on the guy. For a pick? 
The cops showed up, interviewed both players, talked to them, talked to the guy who knocked them down, and decided not to press, uh, the guy decided not to press charges. Wow. Got over the hard pick. Uh, there's a picture of the two guys talking. The guy in the, uh... He called the police. Yeah. Can't do that! You know how those things go. Oh, it's stopped, a joke. I Ridiculous. I playing pickup basketball because you're, of that. Everybody's competitive in there. You're yep. in a gym. And some people you're are just pick, assholes. Yeah, and you're picking people, like, you're making teams, and you, nobody knows each other. Maybe there's no. a little bit. It's and it, There's always a couple ridiculous. of guys. Pickup basketball always has, you know... You know, Metal Arc Lemon's grandson is hanging out in there, and he won't shut up. And yeah. everybody gets Everybody's tired of Everybody's the him. greatest. Yep, yep. Oh, I stopped at the village. because I was literally playing in a game with, uh, I think it was, uh, well, it was Frank Johnson was part of it, the former Suns coach. Fourth quarter, Frank. And he's play- we're playing a side-to-side game. And there was this kid in there that was mouthing off to Frank Johnson that he didn't know how to play. You know what you're doing, man. He's like, this is the literally the coach of the Suns right now. He's is that the guy we even- called him the... Uh- Professor from the And One crew? Maybe. We, we used He's to watch him when we play yeah. racquetball. He was good, but he would mouth off to guys like Frank Johnson, who had accomplished a career in basketball. And I'm like, this is why you can't. I was playing in this game. The guy wouldn't show. Everything was a hack. Everything was. And it pisses everyone off. And the next thing you know, he's all fighty. I, just, I stopped playing pickup basketball because people are awful. You didn't pass it to him. Come on, man. Yeah, no, exactly. This game, Dude, it was wide it open. Me. You can't do that. You're ruined. I'm like, is there a trophy and a big paycheck at the end? I thought I was just here for exercise. I mean, I'm having fun. I'm doing my part. I'm not going to muck it up. But you're not getting the ball every time. Remember Michael Irvin in that charity game we played in? Oh, yeah. He stole the ball from me twice. I was on his team. <laughs> Give me that. Then he'd shoot. He'd he went, hit it. He went 75 for 40. <laughs> well, the other way. Yeah, right. the other impossible way yeah, 40 for 75. But he was funny because he just turned 40 <laughs> like that week. I'm 40 years old. Can't keep up with me. I'm going beast mode. And I'd have the ball and I'd be at the top of the key. Give me that. I'm like, hang on. And he'd run to me and bring his defender right next to me and stand there with his hands on the ball in my hands. Give me here. And over to me. Little boy, pass yeah. it to me. And when you did, Brady Brady decided to go full vaudeville. He got fouled and went to the free throw line and shot an, and a, one, a John, granny and, and one. one. A granny and one. Did you make it? No. And I remember Michael Irvin. <laughs> what is he doing? But I scored the, the bucket. You're lucky. On Tim Kempton. Yeah. You're lucky Irvin didn't punch you in the face, Brady. <laughs> Kempton doesn't have any knees left, does he? I had a I had a three pointer in that high, game. I went high, Toledo. I went high. And I had a three pointer in that game over. Uh, um, What's his name? The quarterback that's been in every team, McCown. Yeah, John, the guy who's Josh, the most athletic Josh guy out McCown, there. Yeah. I remember being. He was doing afraid. helicopter dunk, He's, dunks and warmups. I tell people this: in that room was Anquan Bolden, the triplets from the Cowboys, a couple other athletes, and Josh. And there was no competition as to who the most athletic guy in that room. And they was. all said it. And they all said he's the most athletic guy here, and it wasn't close. No, like, he it can was. Leap. He was. He's still to this day the most athletic person I've ever watched do anything. It was unreal the stuff he was pulling off. And his, his ability to move was just, it was unheard of how good he was. And plus, he's just like almost albino white, so it really changed everything. But Great backup quarterback. Yeah. And I then I had know. a two against Mark Lewis from Channel 12, but that, he was just standing there. But, uh, Slicking his hair back. McCown tried to block the shot, and I just got it over his hand, and I went, Ooh, I think I actually made that noise. <laughs> and it went in, and I was like, yeah. Felt really good about myself, and then I had to sit down because Michael Irvin wouldn't let anybody else shoot. Give me that. I'll never forget that. Who'd have thought? I know. Who'd have thought he was selfish in a <laughs> in a charity basketball game at a high school? Give me that ball. I'm, I'm on your team. Give it to me. 
All right. Just leave. And I remember the one time. And our other teammates that were uh, never got into the ball game from the Cowboys. Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith. Yeah, sat yeah. on the bench. Couldn't hey, get you in. guys go ahead. They probably didn't want to play. Emmett, no, they Emmett did. didn't. Why am I here? I don't know that Emmett said a word. That was a cool night, but it was. And Urban was a blast until we started playing the game. Give me the ball. And a blast afterward. It was great. We had dinner with him and stuff. He was fun. But during the game, he was a real douchebag. <laughs> you find out. I, I even told him at one time. I'm like, are in competition. Get your, get your guy off me here. For the, Give me the ball. I'm like, get, get your defender away. And I'm standing in the corner holding while Josh McCown, the most athletic man in the world, is guarding me for some reason. And I have the ball. There's no. I had no choice in this. Someone gave it to me. I have to do something with it. Dummy brings his guy over, who I think is Anquan Bolden. I got Bolden and McCown standing next to me, and Michael Irvin go, hand me the ball. <laughs> so I'm like, I have no choice in this. I'm not, twice. I'm not, oh, more than twice. More than twice? Uh, two times I remember. One time I told him not to bring his defender to me. I'd have thrown it right at his head. I didn't, I couldn't have thrown it at his head. He was, he was, he was touching the ball. Hit him in the feet. Boop. Watch it fl- roll yeah. down the court. Give me the ball. <laughs> All right. And I just hit it. And then, I'm 40 years old. 40. I'm 40. <laughs> All right, you're doing great. What a dick. Do you want us to just sit down? Defend. Okay. Oh, right. We'll defend the guy so you can go shoot some more. But it was it was pretty fun. He would laugh. The outcome of the game. We won because Michael Irvin had 180 points. Yeah. He was stealing it from everybody, of including he his own. Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His goal was to get 88 points. And then go, Club 88. <laughs> yeah, he was crazy. It it got funny. But it was, it was, I hope Hellman was probably having flashbacks on the bench. He's probably sitting there like, oh my God. The best moment of the night for me. <laughs> I had, I had yeah. 20 assists in that game. I'm sure well, you I, did. I, Everybody I didn't. All the urban. I, I, uh, I, I, we were close to our bench, and I'm sure Aikman said it, and I didn't hear it going, just give him the goddamn ball. Yeah. Trust me, never stops Aikman's, asking for it. Yeah. I feel your pain, brother. That's why he didn't want in there. Yeah, I, I know what's going to happen. He's going to make me pass it to him over. And if I don't, I'm just going to get an earful. <laughs> That was Hellestray's turn. The best moment of the night, though, was towards the end. My back was bad. It was before I had my back. My back started getting wonky, and I, I'm walking up the court. It was the last little two minutes I got to play, and Hellestray's guarding me. I'm like, this is great. I can take a break from this. And I didn't even try. Dale just waddling. He played for like a minute and a half. I hope Dale does that again. That was fun. That was, man. This time I, I just did. remember saying to uh, Matt Williams, hey, let's just stay down on this end. <laughs> defense. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, we weren't invited back. Don't invite those little radio crackers back. Here, I'm a pass ball. Gave it to you every time. <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah, well, he's like my wife. I want you to want to give it to me. I want to have to ask for it. Jessica Collins is 41 years old. She uh, lives in Spring, Texas, just outside of Houston. She uh, got into a fight, um, and she got into a fight with her roommate. They went out drinking. Mm-hmm. Roommate brings another friend back and wanted to continue the getting their drink on and smoking yeah, yeah, yeah. cigarettes, but uh, uh, that didn't happen. The Jessica, the roommate, uh, actually. I'm Jessica, with this story now. <laughs> let me switch it around. Jessica is the one that wanted to continue to party. Roommate did not. Wanted to go to bed. Gotcha. It's midnight. Didn't happen. A fight breaks out. Jessica and the roommate get into a fight. Right. Jessica bites the woman's nose partially oh. off Holy and Moses. swallows it. Swallows the whole nose? The chunk that she bit off. You're not getting this back. 
So now she needs uh, emergency. So she's red skull now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's going to have that weird clay prosthetic nose. (laughs) A friend of her started a GoFundMe page campaign to raise $12,000 to cover the... And the worst part is, is that you can be friends with her. You can never talk about it, but you can't stop looking. Oh, There's man. the nose eater. Yeah, you're just going to be locked in on that <laughs> thing. Looks like the, the painting, the scream. <laughs> is that Monk? Munch. Munch. That's right. Edward. Ed Munch. Edward Munch. She looks like the scream. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, not for her. I mean, it's funny to us because it didn't happen. I did learn yesterday, nose-related, that in uh, in the world of self-defense, uh, I should never headbutt anybody, because unless it's an Asian guy with the flattest face in the world, my nose gets there first. <laughs> so no matter how hard it is, like, I just kept hitting my nose in the bottom of the pad, and I'm like, I, I think I'm leading with my head. It's like, I don't have a choice. My, no- my nose hits the bag way before my head gets there. No matter if my technique's right or wrong, nose first. Amazon was just granted a new patent on uh, Tuesday for a robotic arm that throws things into boxes. And in a bunch of the example drawings they used, they showed the robot flinging a dwarf across the room into a box. But the Little People of America organization is not happy about that. Anytime that you're tossing and uh, using a dwarf, they have a real concern and... uh, they want Amazon to stop. Yeah. I but Amazon little- pointed out, they said they just used a dwarf figurine as an example. <laughs> it wasn't a real a dwarf. Of the robot yeah. arm. They could throw but why in a not box. Use- and they pointed out the patent also mentions a robot throwing a rubber ducky yeah. and a mug. That doesn't matter. Those are mentioned three times. The dwarf is mentioned 17 times. Okay. Today. Either way, if they use the dwarf once, it's like Roseanne saying, I said monkey, dog, and cat. You still said the. Why did you even use a dwarf? I mean, use a like a fully functional child. Nobody's yeah. going to get as mad as if you do that. And the little people are. It's a little uppity about that. But still, Amazon should have known better. And we can't toss dwarfs. That used to be a thing. And they're, the example was: look, it's so strong it can toss about a hundred and thirty-five pound man. And was it a like a gnome or a you know? It's it doesn't a matter. Yeah, if, if it was a gnome, that's not fair. Amazon's just showing you get to. But if it's like a, if they have a replicant dwarf hanging around that they're throwing around the building, and it's clear it's just a little businessman who didn't, his body didn't grow. That's wrong. But if it's just a little like garden gnome, and the, that's the little people saying, "Hey, what it? That's us." It's like no, it isn't. Unless you're dressed like this, it's not. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. The first one happened on 4th of July in Menasha, Wisconsin. It's making the rounds right now. It's a woman on a surveillance video. She's riding her bicycle uh, over one of those drawbridges that automatically lift up so a boat can get through. And she uh, decides she thinks she can ride up the ramp of the bridge. Doesn't on a realize, bike? Yeah, doesn't realize there's a bigger crack. Yeah, the hole where the bridge used to be. She rides her bicycle right over the... Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to beat it, and boom, goes the dynamite. She goes, oh, she's stuck in the road. I thought she went all the way to the top. Oh, it's going to eat her. Yeah. They stopped her. They got her out of there. She had minor injuries. She would have been a pancake. Oh, man. (laughs) That's no way to go. (laughs) Did she not have brakes on that bike? There's a good 30 feet between the barriers that tell you the bridge is going up to the hole she falls in. What a dumbass. That's a dumbass. <laughs> Bicyclists, I don't need to 
pay attention to uh, oh, oh. barriers. Well, the only time arms with great big red lights go down is when the road's about to go away or a train's about to go by. Look at that. She clipped the... She hit got taken down by the barrier. It's not even like they surprised her. They were, they were, she's a mess. <laughs> was uh, she plastered, Brady? And didn't had say. To, had she's to be drunk. Because she was looking right <laughs> at she's, it. Yeah, she's, she's like, like man, man. <laughs> That is not a place to end. Oh, man. I wonder how high she was and what she was thinking to herself. Oh, my God. The roads come to life. She had to been hammered. So and she, people see it. So hold on. She goes took in. Her, took him two minutes. She goes in out. at eight seconds. And she's out at a minute 57. And it's a minute 32 oh before Lord. anyone gets there. So it's a minute and a half. Can you imagine if they wouldn't have seen her, though? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's one of the dumbest people I've ever seen in my life. That's Steve Kime. That's his new uh, mode of transportation. <laughs> Not allowed to drive to the stadium anymore. I'll bike. Well, this one's going to thin the herd as well. This uh, new viral dance challenge. You had the Tide Pod challenge. Well, mm-hmm. now it's uh, the Shiggy challenge. Pardon? Excuse me? It's the new Drake song, In My Feelings. They oh, okay. use it, and so people get out of the car while it's moving and do the dance. Great. This is going to So there's the a couple of huge. first celebrity ones. Don't show those for show. Uh, there's OBJ doing his uh, Shiggy Odell challenge. Beckham Jr. Yeah, and somebody drives away while this is going on. Yeah, his his version is not. Um, there's cars there's not down moving. The, the other two right the girls. This is Odell Beckham Jr. getting out yeah, of a so moving car, vehicle. Yeah. So that's kind of the feel. Oh, the car's not the moving girls. there. No, that one doesn't seem like it's moving. It's not at all. The other two show the moving. That's great. Excellent. That's fantastic. <laughs> Where else could you ever What's see something? So Soul Train just starts happening blonde, on the side right of the street. That's how she's really doing it, and it's moving. And then we'll show the two. Oh, she's going to get run over. This is going to get a bunch of people killed. Yeah, well, you'll see on the. So this is how it's supposed to really. This is the oh, she's hot. Yeah. Getting out on the wrong side of the road. Yep, she's getting out in the traffic. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah, she dances for a living. Show it's idling, idle speed. Yeah. And they get back in. Now go to the bottom, too. Yeah. This is what we'll be seeing more of. Wow, yeah, this is going to be somebody getting run over. I don't mind her doing. No, I yeah. would. I would actually encourage A dot to uh, have that on the side of the road all the time. <laughs> oh, she's out. Oh, she's out. Oh, she was driving. Oh yeah, that's a little friend takes, I Friend takes the wheel. This is a moron. I thought it was just for passengers while somebody else idled <laughs> yeah. away. No, this is bad to just abandon the vehicle from and the driver's number position. Number two, same thing. You know who's a? Oh my lord, these people are. This is good. This is a good thing. You know what they should do? Thirty-five. They should eat Tide Pots before they do this and just end it. <laughs> they did that notice car, in the video that the drivers weren't getting out. Right, and also that the car wasn't going 15, 20 miles an hour. You like, get it down to almost stopped. Idiots. Good. Oh, this is going to just destroy a lot of stupid people, and the world will be better yep. because of it. How about the passenger? Okay, get out. Yeah, do it. You I gotta got be the, the wheel. Out the I got way. the wheel. It can, nothing bad can happen with nobody driving a car and me being in it. So Odell Beckham started this? 
No. no oh, wow, I don't know if it started. It. I don't know who started it, but. Where, where did it start? Somebody got out of the car. I bet you it was just a traffic violation, and somebody on the side of the road had the radio up, and while the cop was writing the ticket, they just started going. And they're like, hey, that's kind of neat. They're saying he inspired it, but, you know, you look at his. His car is really not moving. He just got out because he couldn't. The, 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 the music got inside of him, and he had to dance. Brady, will you do it today for us? Let's have that. on I your. Might. You love that Instagram yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll like, buy your Instagram. Somebody emailed me and said, Brady's doing Q&As during the show. I don't even know what that is, but then it turns Q&A? out. Q&A? Some sort of a question and answer thing you can do on Instagram now. Yeah, it's your Instagram new, uh, thing. Are you? I didn't know. It's. I don't know. What'd you do? Fine. I didn't know. Uh, laser came over. You, you can. You can put up there. Ask me anything. And it. And laser did it. Laser. No, he said you should do this. And so I did it the <laughs> night before. And there. And then laser gets on and goes. Uh, anonymous listener here. Why are you such an asshole neighbor? <laughs> laser out. <laughs> I got to ask Bogan a question. Yeah. So. You love the Instagram. Drive around out there and get out. Today. <laughs> All right. Yeah, kids, I highly encourage this. I'm no longer going to say it's dumb. I think that's the neatest thing I've ever seen. If Ozzy's suicide solution used to make our kids kill themselves, this stuff is just, I mean, there's no hope. Show that hot girl doing it again. And she's the example you want to follow here. Not only with the dancing, but with how to live your life. Like, stay in shape, wear those shorts. The final. Do some squats. The squats are important. Chachi Gonzalez, you mean, Uh Jen? Chachi Gonzalez. I love it. I don't like to have sex with a girl that makes me think of Scott Baio, but okay. Yeah, this is a fantastic outfit. Pretty good stuff. But like Eric said, she's Mm. not driving. No, she's a backseat passenger, which I'd like to make her nickname. And she hops back in with... Oh, she gets it, and the and you know what? She's entertaining the drivers on the side uh, in the traffic. <laughs> There's, yeah, all can go this more. is really this is good for society, I think. Never. Oh, that was great. Oh man. What? I really enjoyed that. Not only the hot stripper doing it on the side of the road, but the dummies falling out of the pat the driver's seat. She can shiggy, all right. I still feel racist saying that. Yeah. It sounds like. That sounds like something Papa John would say. <laughs> I'm not delivering it. That's a shiggy. This is dog lover, John. Oh, my Lord. That's a uh, mini Aussie Shepherd, too. Chico Gonzalez is hot. Man. Chachi. Oh, Chachi. Right. Chachi. I don't like to talk you about just it. Happy <laughs> days. That out. Just moved on. <laughs> Chachi Arcola is a different. Wow. What's that one on the. I think we're going to. Brady, get her to follow you on Instagram. Right. And, and then make her shiggy with you. <laughs> hey, I know. My wife's pretty sick, and uh, I'm trying to shiggy challenge. <laughs> your your Instagram will go through the roof. She's a Steeler fan? Oh, she's, a, she's dancing with Doug in his Antonio Brown. Yeah, she dances a lot. Okay, I can down. This is dangerous. Yeah, she, if Chachi's a Steeler fan, she's even better looking. I think that is Doug from Sales, though. That's dancing. Yeah, that that's fun, Doug. That's back when Doug was fun. In his skinny jeans. Yeah, that's fun, Doug, right there. <laughs> all right, stop it. I'm gonna watch Chachi all day. Good lord. If you do one thing today, watch Chachi Shiggy. Chachi I'm gonna go home and kill myself. Hey, did you see Chachi Shiggy? Good night. I'm done.
There she we is. have one last chicken uh, nuggets. Video. Hold on. Chachi's about to eat nuggets. I think I want to see this. Oh, oh, it's just a loop. <laughs> That's a good loop. Chachi eats the nuggets. Oh, she loves <laughs> There she is, is. Eating, eating a bucket She's of nugget. chicken. My God. Look, you ready? You ready to see the bite now? She's got a whole, like, pl a table full of fried chicken. Whoa. This isn't fair to a certain demographic. She's a, a blonde girl with a fat ass eating fried chicken. I mean, this is porn. She keeps this up. Chicken and pasta. Man, oh, man. Yeah, that's not a good diet. That's... Now we know where all the bandwidth in South Chicago is going. <laughs> They're watching a lot of chachi. I hope she yeah. goes to the bathroom and throws up all that chicken. She's not going to keep that shit. Yeah, that's, one the, bite of everything that's the only way. Yeah. I just don't know how to get Odell Beckham Jr. to pay attention to me. Maybe if you just uh, wore tight pants, shook your ass, and ate chicken, he'd just show up. Okay. It's working. What does she do for a living? Just be hot on be Instagram? Dancer, yeah. She's got 1.5 million followers. Why is she, she going to the premiere of I Feel Pretty? A, she has She's a Steeler fan. Beaver, Pennsylvania, yes. baby. Well, I think she might be that? a little young for you, though, John. Oh, I don't, I'm not going to take her. I've got my own. And plus, she's not interested in me. Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> Can you dance? Uh, no. And also, I'm not Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Look at her in the lake. Oh, my. I want to watch. She's hanging out a lot of... White guys. Three, two, one. There's uh, Chachi flipping in the water. Bear with us, listeners. We're masturbating. <laughs> she taped up before she did that leap. Though. This is uh, radio masturbation. Yeah, this is what uh, it sounds like when four guys in their 40s and 50s see Chachi. Whatever she did, she gets to hang out in Bora Bora. Good, sweet Jesus. Why yeah. didn't you click on that one? Her Richard? life seems fabulous. This is why people sit on the social media all Absolutely. Day. But you have to be gorgeous. I mean, in this non-judgmental, body-shaming world, you're still not going to make a fortune unless you look like this. Go back to that photo. Yeah, that's... I don't know why you're clicking off of that yeah, thing. That's geez. the keeper. There's the screensaver right there. Oh, my God. You want a Bora Bora? Look at that boompy and Bora Bora. <laughs> that's a Bora Bora boompy. Okay. We're going to take about an listening. hour break. Yeah, Ronnie's heart's going into her... <laughs> Sounds like a helicopter. He tunes in. What's going on? You don't mind if I call you Chachi, do you? <laughs> I like nicknames. <laughs> the final video. video. Brady will shiggy on the air. Oh, there's still one more? By 12 o'clock. There's one more. It's, it's worth seeing. This How guy set up, set up a recliner yeah, that was on a top closer. of a car airbag. <laughs> I don't care about this yeah. at all. Okay. It's unless, good. unless it's her. Reclining on the top yeah, of the car. Yeah, it's tough to follow up, but yeah. I think it's worth seeing. Brady, you, you de we talked about the order of these videos. Yeah, the Chachi Shiggy was your clothes. I didn't, I didn't yeah. think we were going to go that deep into that. But this is an old man in a recliner Boy. getting tugged around. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Get back to Chachi. I can't beat off to this. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. They got whiplash. They blew up a recliner with a hillbilly in it, and he with fell an out. Imagine that. The recliner. Two, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't even compare. No, that was that was yeah. video one. Yeah. And then uh, you she... should see his Instagram. By the way, follow me at Brady Bogan ninety eight. I'll only do it if you shiggy. I'll start an Instagram page today if you shiggy. I'll shiggy on the freeway. <laughs> I'll try. Pull over on the freeway and idle and shiggy. For Let's take him on the KUPD truck. Uh -uh, I want him to do it alone. 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 I want him <laughs> driving. To... 
Shiggy alone while the car drives away from We got that new truck to give away. Oh, yeah, we'll do it in the Tacoma. It's not ours. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It is the stupidest thing ever, but I highly recommend if you feel like you need to Shiggy, do it. Because we need you off our planet. Traffic will be much better. Uh, It's 8.03. There you go, my friends. That is your Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. It's ACDC right there. Highway to hell. It's 8.18 in the morning sickness and uh, cruising right through this glory. I got to play it again. I forgot. It's the fast week. Yeah, yeah. Feeling good on a Wednesday. So I've been missing out on my Wednesday call out. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's getting closer and closer to things we have to start talking about getting in, uh, getting finished and all that. And I had the conversation yesterday with the, we've named the beer. I think we've named the beer. Now, here's the thing. The, uh, the new Holmberg bound from Four Peaks is being brewed as we speak and it'll be ready for the the uh, heat stroke open on August 25th, but we're going to have a little you know, pre-pour on the 21st over at Four Peaks. Just a little party. All the money we make from this thing is going to the Humane Society. Same with the heat stroke open. So the beer will be everywhere, just like the one we did last winter. We're doing a summer one, and the names have been bandied about. So uh, Zach over there at Four Peaks came up with a really good one. We're trying to, you know, uh, there was like Ale of Dogs. The playoff, the Isle of Dogs movie, things like that, thrown around, just ideas here and there. And then uh, Zach came up with uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven for a half of us. Everybody was like up, thrilled with it, right? And then I started to think, man, it makes people think of dead dogs. Yeah, it's a dead dog. And then so I tested it out on Marcus, the most, uh, the darkest person in the building as far as like thoughts. And I'm like, All Dogs Go to Heaven. He goes, Dead dogs. I'm like, okay, perfect. Thank you, Marcus. And I'm like, Marcus, as my gauge, kind of makes it so I don't think we should call it that. So we're working on that. We've got names all over. And right now, Ben Weiser is what I've come up with that I think I want to go with as a tribute to my dog. It's kind of on my mind because my doggy just got diagnosed with lymphoma, and we're going through all the treatments and things like that. And so many people that are meeting that are have been through it and all that. It's just such a huge mess in the canine community and Dogs get lymphoma more than any other illness. So we'd kind of make this little tribute. He's my, along with you, Brady, you've got Ben's sister, Coco. We got it at the Humane Society. I mean, he's our rescue dog. So I, I think I like Benny Weiser or Ben Weiser. Ben Weissen. Ben what's wrong? What's wrong with thinking about uh, uh, dead dogs? It kind of makes people oh, Tons, tons of things are wrong and with then thinking about dead drink, dogs. Get <laughs> no, a beer. If you're spending a lot of time thinking about dead dogs, you really probably need to. A psychologist. Like it's sad, though. It's sad. It's like I have to help out now. Right. But they, but sad. I also don't want my beer associated with sad drinking. No. Oh, dead dogs. I need to forget about these dead dogs that are just well, all over my head. you'll forget after a beer. Sure, after a few beers. Like, I don't care about any dead dogs. <laughs> and then you're driving around, you kill dogs. Oh, no. Oh, at least he's going to have an Uber. Yeah. Uber, and then you fall out, and you try to shiggy in the Uber, and it's a bad <laughs> idea. So we're working on the names, but it'll it's 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 you know whatever happens happens. I'm happy with all. Of them. All dogs go to heaven is a great name. I like it. But I did think, ooh, and then we said, and so Marcus and I, being the most morbid people in the world, just started to look up dog diseases and come up with names based around dog diseases, which is like you know, Grolsch mange and things like that. Just terrible, terrible things we came up with, and it's not right. So uh, I like the idea of kind of doing a little tribute to my rescue dog. And uh, hopefully you're, you'll have that for yourself, and we'll get that together. And I like Ben Weissen. So, it's Holmberg Mound, Ben Weissen. Uh, we're just going to call it Holmberg Mound Summer Brew. But, and then have Holmberg Mound Red IPA for winter. It's great, though. And, uh, and I like it because no matter what we call it, it'll sell out. And then the uh, Humane Society gets all the action, which is good. That's the goal in the end of this thing is to get the money to the right people. But I don't like thinking of uh, shelter dogs and death. 
that's really not the objective we're going for here. And I think that's too closely connected. Yeah? I, I like the Ben Weissen. Yeah, Ben Weissen. Because then cool. you'll get other people that will go into a that like, hey, I had this really good Ben Weissen. Right. Do you, you guys make that? Ben Weissen. Well, that and the fact that I think it plays on people's emotions a little bit, that it's tied completely to me as far as, like, a real thing that I'm dealing with. And it's not like the dog's sick and dying. He's fine. And it's really the scary part is it's just like the silent death that creeps around dogs. And if you don't... Well, the worst part of if you don't have any resources financially at all, your dog that could be fine is going to die because it's expensive. There's a great story in the background, just like the ESPYs look for. Oh, yeah. I'm not looking for that. I'm not trying to pull your heartstrings. My dog's alive and doing great. But it's, you know, he's my shelter dog. He's you're my gonna, he's my humane You're going to kill dog. the bartenders with that name. Though. Ben Vison? Because they're yeah, but they don't serve Ben. All right. Just say it's the, the guy named it after I'm his dog. Saying, there's going to be it. an 8 million questions. That's it. Guy named it after his dog. <laughs> it's easy as a bartender. Like, guy named it after his dog, Ben. Right. Oh, okay. Drunks don't ask twice. After the millionth time. That's fine. They don't care. Dog. That's all they'll say at the end. It's a dog's name. But if they'd say... Uh, I'll have the rough of Vison. All dogs go to heaven. I don't get it. And then you got to explain that. Well, it was a movie. That's easy. It was a Joe Camp movie. It's most a, people you know, know yeah, but most people would just accept dogs as an answer too. So that's really kind of a moot argument. And if you're in that argument, you're a bad bartender because you're just fighting a drunk that's blind. Why would you name after dog? You know, hair of the dog. It's a beer thing. Um, who's Ben? I just answered Ooh, that. Hair of the dog. Heffin of the dog. Yeah, we don't hair in the beer though. Oh that's yeah. Yeah. It's weird when you start getting into that stuff. You think it's overthinking it, but then you're like, no, people would think of like hairy beards. Ugh. They've got it. I think Sleepy Dog has hair of the dog beer. That's not bad. Holmberg Weisen. Holmberg Weisen sounds too Nazi. <laughs> it's got a Jew element, the Weisen. It's got the. It's just too Nazi. Yeah. Ben Weisen. I like that. Hopefully uh, we get that all done. If not, it's all dogs go to heaven. Those were the finalists. Either way. No matter what it's called. A rose by any other, Brady. Benny Hef? That's Hugh Hefner. I immediately thought of Hugh Hefner. Why don't you look like the... It's, uh, it's his crappy brother. The, the listeners vote on social media. Nah, because it takes forever. We've made the decision. It we gotta, we gotta take no, forever. We gotta have one the, No, because you got to get the art and all the stuff done. You can't have this take any longer than another Just day. Just the name. I know, and that's the thing you got to get. You and have it done by It's got to be done today. I don't, I'm not interested in what they say. <laughs> Just drink it and buy it. <laughs> we got to figure it out. No, because then they'll come up with something else. No, no. It's, it's too many cooks in the kitchen. Give them two no. choices. Look, I'll tell you right All now. All dogs go to heaven or Ben Sitting Weiss. in a room with four people, this got convoluted. That's and what messy. I'm saying. Yeah. If you end no. it real quick. No, it won't. With a poll. That's the problem. Social media. Too many cooks in the kitchen. And that, no, that's over. Sorry, folks. I drink not. Come up with the next one. Name the red IPA for later. We're fine with that. But you know what happens. You're like, let the listeners name it. Then it's Beery McBeerface. No, they don't get and, to yeah. name it. You yeah. don't understand what I'm saying. You have to give them two choices. They oh, vote. I see. Oh, I thought you were saying, give a, oh, okay. They, they do the poll and they yeah. give you six choices. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. I thought you yeah. said that they They were. just, okay. either this one or that one. They All right. have two choices. That, that maybe is not bad. Toledo, get that done. I'm, it may or may not apply later. If get on that been, poll. All dogs go to heaven. Easy. Ben Vison. Yeah. I don't want to put a picture of Ben up there to make people go, mm, heartstrings. Because Ben goes to heaven in the end. It all works out. And for those of you asking, a lot of dog lovers are. Ben, he's doing great. Two rounds of chemo, he's in remission. He's got to still go through the whole deal, but it's already in remission. It's amazing. That's a reaction that's really fast. We're, we're thrilled. But again, it's, I mean, the resources are there. That's lucky for me. 
I'm lucky to have, man, I've watched people and my dog got lymphoma and I had to give him prednisone until he died three weeks. So it's just a, a terribly painful, awful, slow disintegration. I mean, it's not actually that slow. It's pretty fast. Like within 30 days, your dog's not going to be there. If it's got this lymphoma, it's terrible. But the medicine that's very pricey is something that can fix them. So. There was, I think, a, in the 70s, a Ben Brew. Oh, was there? Yeah, but it's got, it's no longer. Do you have any of the... You don't collect, like, growlers. You just do cans, right? Cans, okay. Ben, ben Brew. Ben Brew's not Or the B-I-E-R. B-I-N-G-O. Brian Griggs emails in. Uh, yeah. I say call it neutered nectar. See, this is why... For you know, a good again. cause, but reminding people to get their dogs That's fixed. See, now that would be another beer we do to, to do the neuter, spade and neuter program. This is just, you know... Nut cutter. The nut cutter is solid. You guys are on to another beer. Yeah. Build yeah, your yeah. own. I think it's great. I think what you're doing is great. Stop it. Too it's many cooks in the kitchen. Beery McBeerface. That's it. We're going with Beery McBeerface. Because that's inevitably where this ends up. Beery McBeerface it is. Uh, it's 827. We got some tickets to give you to the Diamondbacks and Rockies as baseball gets in its swing. The ESPYs are tonight. Everybody will be oh, clamoring at the ESPYs tonight. Have you, you've actually watched an ESPYs? Uh, I did watch the Caitlyn Jenner one just because I... I wanted to know what the world would be clamoring about the next day. I watched, uh, I've watched it to see if they've evolved at all. It's uh-huh. the weirdest award show ever. I don't know how you can pick best team. Isn't yeah, I'll that... pause and watch it for like three seconds. Yeah. I've never watched the whole show. I can't imagine. Uh, it's awful. That. And then tonight, because it's just, it's again, it's pandering to your, uh, it's, uh, really just the second place coach of the year is Doug Peterson. I don't know how you can say, well, it's Doug Peterson and maybe, uh, you know, I guess uh, A.J. What's-His-Nuts over there in Houston. He's in the, uh, Anybody who won a championship is on the list. And then, of course, they're giving the award for best coach to three people who were killed at the Stoneman High School shooting in Florida. And it's an, it just seems to me to be an opportunity for them to, they do it every year, to just, to just grab hold of a topic that is anti-sports. We go to sports as our escape from this stuff, and then to be reminded of it right in the middle of whatever's supposed to be this glorious celebration of sport is just this horribly heavy-handed, you know, death reminder of an awful event that occurred. And I guess it's, I, I can see where people go, it's a really nice gesture, but at the same time, I, I work in media, so I know what the gesture is. I know what the meeting sounded like in that room saying, man, if we tag on to that Marjorie Stoneman thing. You can't thing, help but think this is ratings goal. Exactly. That and that they're doing it for the bottom line rather than like because they really care. They felt like they had to reach out and be emotional. And you don't need an emotional moment in a sports award show, do you? You're not watching for that. You don't watch. And nobody watches ESPN. Well, you know, it's just. It's, it's accomplishments. Right. right, because of, and I get it, but I mean, and, they, and they've had this, you know, they've broadened the awards a little bit over the years. Yes, but this one seems kind of, it just seems to me very thick and heavy to say, let's give it to the people, and there's no way you can say this is, you know, but not would they catch it the other? Gesture. I mean, are they going to catch crap on the other side of it if they didn't do this for those coaches? No, and that's the other thing. I don't think if they didn't do anything, people would be like, it's not the SB's responsibility to do that. So I think they're saying we're going where we don't have to. Because now you almost have to now follow up every year with something. Well, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure in in the Vegas shooting, someone who coached a team was killed or injured. Yeah. So I mean, do you, do you, I mean, it's just an area I just don't feel like they need to tread. But there's where the cynicism comes back because you know what? Not big enough. 
we get the exactly bigger. like well we, yeah this was a whole high school there's a lot yeah. more recognizable yeah. i guess it just makes me uncomfortable i don't feel like we need to walk around there for the espies the espies aren't going to solve the problem and i don't want them to try and i feel like that's what that that is and i guess it's conversation my cynicism kicks in on these things because i've sat in rooms where it's like i'll never forget the, the phrase how do we get involved in that dead kid who drowned is there anything we can do that makes us look like we're helping and there was a kid who drowned in a pool in town, and there was right. a big fence issue. This was way back when we first started, and I'm like, God, this is gross. First off, no. Second, I don't want to do that. That's not what people... I mean, we can do something nice, but let's not look for it. And we were told in several occasions, look for those moments that we can get on board. So it looks like we're heroes. So yeah, we're not. I don't want to pretend to be. I want to help out. I want to do what we can, but I want it to be about what I want. If there's something that touches me, and it's like, we need to help this family, we'll do it, but... I'm not going to go seek it out. That's gross. And I kind of feel like the SPs do it. Plus, Danica Patrick's the host, so how serious can I take this garbage? Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But uh, it is also Nelson Mandela's birthday, and it's hot dog day. So all that said, we may do a Nelson Mandela loves hot dogs game. we got Rockies and uh, Diamondbacks tickets, uh, 311 and Offspring. We haven't given any away this week, so we've got a pile of them. We're going to hand them to you next. It's 98KUPD. 98K UPD, it's Metallica right there, for whom the bell tolls. We're, we're running so late on time, it's ridiculous, but uh, we got this poll going now online. Oh, it's rocking, John. It's I know, rocking. it's killing. Eric put it up there uh, for the name of the beer. We've got the two choices. All dogs go to Heffen. Go to our and Facebook. Ben Weissen, in honor of my dog, Benny. And the beer we're putting out, that'll be out August 21st with Four Peaks. As they sponsor our incredibly cool Heat Stroke Open. Won't be cool. Hopefully it'll be super hot. All stroking out, drinking on beer. It'll be fun. Golfing all day long, winning stuff, having fun, drinking beer, and enjoying the hot, hot summers. The tee-off on the 25th of August, 1 p.m. 1 o'clock. Perfect time. Just perfect time of day. I'm rooting for about 108 that day. That's where I think the line is to where people start falling. Well, you and I used to golf all the time, like 112, 114. Those were tough slogs. For 36. No, we, yeah, we would knock two rounds. We were dumb about it, but we did it. Because it was empty. You could do 36 in like four hours. It was great. We'll get it out there. I'm rooting for about 108, though, for the temperature. That way the beer will flow and we'll get rid of more of it. And that means the Humane Society gets their money faster. And uh, that'll be great. So hopefully you can sell out of this thing. Right now you can go to our Facebook page, I assume, is where you have that. Or yep. our, our uh, poll to ask you guys which name should we go with for Holmberg Bound 2, which will be All Dogs Go to Heaven or uh, Ben Fison. Ben Fison. <laughs> that sounds a little Nazi, too. But see, I could see it where you'd be like, I'll order the Heffin or I'll order the Benny. Give me a Benny. The Ben Heffin. One's got an awful Ben Heffin. That sounds like a blimp. It's the Van Heflin. Uh, one's got a lot of words in it, kind of leaning towards the other one. Got a personal title on it. Anyway, how's the poll looking right now, Eric? Oh, you want me to give you an update? Yeah, what do you got on an update? All right, we have uh, 220. All right, go. We have 223 votes. In first place, all dogs go to heaven with 162. Oh, my goodness. Ben Wisen trailing with 78. All right. All right, we'll check in again later in the show, find out where that's sitting. And then tell you guys that uh, Ben Weissen is the name of the beer. It'll be great. Keep voting at Facebook. You think too much Hugh uh, Hefner on the Heffen? Ben Heffen? Yeah, I think Ben Heffen sounds like Hugh Hefner's retarded brother. Like Billy Carter. Or, you know, what was Clinton's brother? Roger Clinton. 
Patrick Swayze's brother. It's just the same last name, and then you get the wrong front name. And I always think of Hugh Hefner, but who is Ben Hefner? Yeah, something about that one just doesn't ring. Almost. Anyway, we'll let you know at the end of the show uh, why it's called. What have you been doing? Ben I've been heffing. Yeah, heffing. It's, yeah, it sounds like you're doing something illegal in your car with spray paint. Ah, it's Ben Heffen. <gasps> Stone to be Jesus. Uh, we got the Rock Wars coming up in just moments. Eric is uh, in charge for the first time in weeks and weeks. And we- well, yeah, you won last week's drawing. Wow. Remember, we didn't even do it. That's the only way I can win. It was Steve Kimes' uh, song, and we didn't even play <laughs> the game. Drink, drink, drunk. Which, by the way, Steve Kime not in a better shape as he had to turn himself in yesterday with extreme DUI attached. Ooh. He was really drunk. He's already been suspended by the Cardinals for five weeks. I'm not sure where that suspension comes from or how you... When does it start? I don't know, and that's the other thing I'm not sure. But a GM getting suspended doesn't mean a thing, really. I think then, at that point, it's like him taking a vacation. Those other guys will step up. They don't have to pay him, so the team actually saves some money. He's hanging out with John Schnatter right now. Yeah, he and Papa John are hanging out there going, man, the NFL sucks. Is he in jail? They put Schnatter in jail finally. They tried. Don't come into the office. Yeah, don't you do it. No, you know what? We don't know you. Papa John. Jail time. Yeah, but uh, Steve Kime, GM of the Cardinals, not in good shape. So anyway, we'll find out what Eric's topic is coming up in just moments. Keep voting at Facebook, uh, and we'll tell you exactly what happens at the end of the show with that one. It'll end at 10, right when we're closing up. We'll have it close out. Uh, Rock Wars is coming up next. It's 98 KUPD. Candlebox right there. It's far behind in the morning sickness, and uh, we're, it's gotten so crazy over there at the uh, polling center that we've had to hire a guy to uh, come in and take care of it. And he's not doing anything because baseball's off right now. But Greg Schulte's down in the polling center for the name the Homburg Bound Summer Edition. Will it be All Dogs Go to Heffen or Benevison? Uh, Mr. Schulte, are you there? Down here taking all the votes. It's, uh, it's been kind of crazy. We're uh, we're getting all the votes, and we're up to how many now, Eric? What is the total? Uh, let's. I, I have to refresh, sir. Let me refresh it for Why you. Why don't you have a computer? That's all. Just what we're doing right now is just complete horse for the radio. Oh, I see. Okay, so it's just a show. Order and twenty nine votes. We got uh, all dogs go to heaven with two sixty three, and Ben Wisen with one sixty six. All right, Holmberg, here's how it's breaking down. All ducks go to heaven, have uh, what Eric said, and the other one has also what Eric said. So that's where we are right now. That's what the tote boat board shows. That's what the tote boat shows, Brady. Exactly right, the tote bobo. <laughs> Thank you, Gobbler. By the way, I've started a GoFundMe page for your wife's next husband. Oh, <laughs> well, that's very generous. That'd be great. It is a ticking time bomb, that guy's heart and aneurysms. Just started a new poll on Facebook. Pick the day Brady dies win $10,000. What's the prize? $10,000. You win his toad boat. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I didn't know you had a boat. <laughs> What's the prize? It's a toad boat. It's a, <laughs> a nautical sea creature that keeps track of, like, numbers. It's like a Jewish boat. The Jew boat. Good with numbers. That's a tote boat. <laughs> Thank you, Greg, as always. <laughs> All right, go D-backs. Thanks, Greg. We'll check in with him again later. Greg Schulte down on the uh, the voting center. He has nothing to do. No, it's a day off. Yeah, it's the break. It's the miserable day of nothing in the middle of summer. No sports at all. Uh, so there you go. You got that. Eric, you're in charge of the Rock Wars. You got a topic for us today? 
I do. We were introduced this morning on the Brady Report Chachi. to Chachi Gonzalez, a YouTube sensation. And uh, I enjoyed her dancing video. So I think we should uh, find her a song, a rock song to Shiggy to. <laughs> Shiggy songs. So something rock rock worthy that'll start some sort of yeah. like, like the Chiquita Banana Girl trend, whatever her name is. What's her name? Chachi. Chachi Arcola. Chachi, yeah, Gonzalez. So we'll uh, let's make her dance to one of our songs. All right, yeah, let's if make you her take her home with you. Like make that. her dance. Well, it's funny you say that because I don't know if you were listening, but I was just telling Brady because he's looking at another one. guy. Just sent us over a video of a girl named uh, Lexi Panther. What's her name? Pantera. 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 Lexi Pantera. And she's dancing to something in a in a gigantic apartment with no furniture in it. She's just got this incredible ass, and she knows it, and she's showing it off. And I'm like, you know what the sad thing about this is, is that uh, back in the day, girls like that used to be at Motley Crue. You know, uh, Guns N' Roses, the shows we liked, Skid Row, they dug that stuff. Lexi Pantera was there. Now they don't go to We need to invite them back over. We got too angry and too mad at our dads, I guess, and just started wearing black and fighting each other at concerts, and chicks went away. Look at Lexi Pantera in a song. Let me just tell let me. let's just reiterate again how wonderful the Internet has been for the teenage boy. Not supposed to look at this, John. They don't even know about the dark you, ages. You just don't know. Are you kidding me? How bad I mean, it my, was. My grandpa used to always talk about, like, you're not lucky. I had, he had polio. He had to quit school in the sixth grade. He was working in a steel mill or whatever, some pipe-fitting thing. And I don't know where he beat off with his one good arm, but it was it was all... <laughs> he had to use his imagination. Like cave drawings and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what he was oh. beating off. Look at how easy it is to be a teenager today. I'm envious, really. When, well, yeah, when old people yap about how great it was in the past. Screw you. Not for the, the teen boy. Not for me now. As the teen boy who still lives inside me, and I know that sounds very Kevin Spacey, but the teen boy that lives inside me loves the Internet for this very reason. I don't use it for much of anything else. Some information, but mostly pornography. <laughs> and Lexi Pantera. I use it for fun facts. I know. Yeah. And, hey. and you still, you prefer to, you're old school. You masturbate to cave drawings still. You don't ever use. You never use the internet to do it. You've never used the internet to whack off. TV, Uh, maybe. I've used the internet before. It's your life, you know. It reminds me. (laughs) This this makes me think you've been doing it every day for the last twenty years now. That reminds me. I was at the. uh, (laughs) This is the best. I have to read. I actually wrote this down. I'm sitting at the. I go to the this uh, acupuncturist on Saturdays, Paragon. It's great if you're ever interested in it. They're over on 16th and uh, Bethany Home. But I'm, I'm at the acupuncturist, and there's a, a grown man in his 50s. This is very much like the way you just answered a question, Brady. He's got the clipboard for first time patient, and he's talking to a Mexican man who's probably in his late 20s, and he's very well built. He's clearly a bodybuilder of some type. He's a he's not a giant, but he's a, he's in good health. And uh, I have to read the whole thing because I wrote it down as it was happening. I couldn't believe it. And the the old man is asking, clearly the Mexican guy is the new patient. And the old man is his caretaker of some type. So I wrote down exactly the exchange. He said, uh, the old man says, how many sodas do you drink a week? And the young Mexican kid said, "Uh, I drink them, but I don't know how many. And the old man says, well, guess. And the young guy goes, well, that would be impossible. And they just paused and stared at each other. And he goes, all right, fine. He goes, how often do you eat fast food? And the young man goes, geez, I don't know that. 
And he goes, you realize this is your life. You're the only one who knows the answers to these. And he goes, well, I'd just be guessing. And the old man <laughs> throws the clipboard down. He goes, this test is impossible. Like they have high, strict standards. They're not, they were worried about passing the entry exam to get into the doctor because the kid didn't know. How do you answer a question about your own life with, I, I'm not, I don't know if I do that or not. Who do you have to talk to to get that answer? You know if you beat off to the Internet. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Well, you said you weren't sure. I said I have. Yeah. No, Why you, were you said me maybe maybe not. You said, well, you, not. you said I might have. I could have. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's not a ton. But just once, you yeah, had to think about The question was ever. Yeah, drones. ever. And you're like, mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'd have to we talk to... ask for a mount. I'd have to talk to my biographer. I don't know. This is a tough test. This is an impossible test. That's why test. when you give an answer like that, I'm sitting here thinking he's done it every day. All the time. Every constant. Yeah. That it is that the, that the internet and the up. closet that Ronnie doesn't know about, hidden behind a secret drywall panel, is just a stream <laughs> of fish falling out of small Japanese girls. <laughs> And Brady just that doesn't count. You turn, you those turn. answers come from the the background of uh, not being comfortable talking about those topics about the internet. And that always just growing up. No, Whack but I'm off. not saying hey, Scheduling right hand, up. left hand. Do you double fist? Yeah, I'm not asking yeah. that. I'm saying do you use the internet? <laughs> and you dead stare me again. Yeah, Why? Right. <laughs> well, it's a, but you're comfortable with people knowing you do it, just not your methods of madness. Well, it's not even about that. You just get to, yeah, you, you're at a certain point where it's like, um, I guess it, it's just something that people want to know. Sure. They never feel that Well, the guy sitting that. across from you wants to I just want to know that somebody's real. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. It doesn't matter what well, anybody if else you don't think It's not to you know, shame you or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, sure it is. Sure it is. Yeah. yeah. And that's and what if, it does. If he says no, we're like, yeah. Brady, please, you have to join us. Yeah, how is he shamed? Exactly. We're all doing it. Yeah. yeah, it's not shameful. That's the problem. Well, it's shameful that I don't use. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah, it's shameful way. if you don't. If, if I don't use the internet, you're you're doing look, it you're missing out. Drawing. We feel like you're missing out. Yeah, that's like oh, you got to get on this. I mean, look how excited you got about yeah. Lexi Pantera, and you're sending it off to other people. And then I, get, and... I, I, I send it to one guy. Check out uh, Lexi Pantera. Sure. And then I'm I'm looking at the Lexi Pantera, and it's so funny because like, wait a minute. Okay, I'm done. But your shame level. Stupid. Yeah, your shame level. What's stupid the, about that? Because the shame. Really? You feel yeah, that that, that fast? makes me feel stupid. No, Why can't. am I ashamed? Because every time I'm like, holy cow, look at this naked chick. You pop out of that chair like there's no tomorrow. And you look. So, I mean, it's not that big a deal. Well, I got to know what we're talking about. We weren't talking about it on the air. We have to break you of your shame. <laughs> yeah, this is embarrassing Join for us. you. This is it's a the, better come, world, Brandy. Come on the dark side. <laughs> over here. I mean, if and I'm fine. I'm fine in my world. I don't, you know. You like being ashamed? I'd be shamed the other way. For not joining your world. Yeah, you should. Well, I'm getting bullied. Well, here's the thing. That's what it is. Stop well, no, bullying. No. Pick you're, a side. You're, you're putting, in, you're putting in yourself in a corner. You beat off. We all know you beat off. You've told us you beat off. Yeah. Why not just open up and say, I don't use the internet, and I probably should because I do it. It's a better way. Or, it is. It's just, yeah. Or I don't, I don't find the convenient. internet. I, you don't that. think I the internet's like, convenient? Because yeah, I don't. I, it's uh, too much prep. What? Yeah. It takes two Watch. seconds. I don't schedule. Start a clock. Yeah. Watch. The, yeah, start start the clock. Start a clock. Ready? Go. Brady, I'm on Pornhub right now. <laughs> right. Well, you got it bookmarked. Man, yeah, if, you, did, yeah, if you go there fast. fast enough, if you go there three or four times, your phone will just include it in your quickies. That's, and you want to see something more fast. impressive? See, I don't want that. Look, that's why? something I don't want with my phone. Look, just I have Megan's Facebook yeah, because exactly. I visited that. The Cubs and Pornhub is my only oh, real good. new. I just all the rest of the stuff came with the phone. And Deadspin, I guess that's a that's one that is because I visit that. 
But Yahoo, ESPN, Disney, and Apple, that came with the phone. Pornhub, Deadspin, Facebook, and the Cubs site, those are just frequent visits, and the phone gave it to me. Look, watch this. And you want to see that? Here, watch this, Brady. Uh, this is how much prep I need. Uh, Lana Rhodes. Yeah, don't put Lana Turner in Nope, there. she's not on there. There's Lana Rhodes. Stepsister Lana Rhodes will do anything for her brother. Wow. Okay, that seems about Quite right. Quite a subject. Boom, ready to go? It's not real. Hold it up, put it right there. I'm off and running. That's how much prep there is. And you don't have to plan that. It gives you like 20 suggestions right off the bat. You pick one. So what is your message? Again, I don't... Help me understand. The world you. of imagination. That's it. But I mean, do you go? Yeah. You like, but you got to prep that too. Most of the time, John. I mean, I've told you this for years. All I think about is my wife. And your beautiful wife. Yeah. And uh, running out because you like you're like Pepe Le Pew. You like a fight. <laughs> I'm gonna puke somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. There's such a better way. It's called fantasy. You don't fantasize about things that are attainable. Period. You can have your wife anytime you want. Again, take a ride right. with me. You're right on the fantasy part. Yeah, you're fantasizing about your wife. I guess you're right. I, I, I misspoke. You're right. That's why you are so fantasizing. Don't me about that, that is true. All right. I forgot who I was talking to. It's a battle. We're just not going to win. But he is fantasizing when he masturbates to his wife because that's something that never happens either. So I was wrong about yeah. Maybe we have turned him and he's lying to us right now. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I just don't, you know. I shoot people. I'm just not going to tell you how. It, just, it doesn't make sense. You've already admitted to the worst part of it. Yeah, right. You're almost there. Right. I mean, yeah, you're, you're basically so you're basically saying I do I do what you're talking about. Believe me, you've changed my stance on being able to talk about it. Which is good. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not a big deal. And it's so natural. That's There's, right. And yeah, I, it gets I look rid at of it the shame. It's not a big deal. I don't need to talk about it. Don't you kind of hate the fact you have shame in you for that kind of natural thing? Like it's such you a know, natural thing. It's almost like you're ashamed to breathe. Filters that are good filters. Sure, I'm not saying but, that yeah. to, I'm not saying to get graphic every time you speak of it. Right. But the shame thing has caused so much repression and trouble for so many people for so many years that they feel guilt for no reason for something that's just normal. Yeah. I, I, again, I'm. I would have to call it uh, shame, but it's not like I'm riddled with it so much. Unless somebody starts bringing it up. Well, you feel. Then you start feeling you, that. You hot never feel stuff. comfortable talking about. Huh. Well, that's the shame, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. When it's it's not a big deal, so you shouldn't. That shouldn't make you uncomfortable. You should be better. Than and plus, well, the internet, which you love, by the way, it's totally convenient. And that I guarantee that Lexi Panther is going to catch a beating today from you. I watch her for the dance yeah. moves. And it's funny because you get kind of like uh, you know you kind of clam up on this, but the second you got that video, some guy you sent it to him. You, what do you think? I did, he, yeah. I what do you think he's going to do with it? Courtesy of you. Yeah, what's the reason you're sending gonna, it well, to him? You're like creating. You're creating. Yeah, and that's Beatles. why I like. I regret sending them. To him. You do? Yeah. Shame. Do you really? Yeah. Shame. Why? We need a. We need a. That's interesting. I find this very interesting. You you are embarrassed that you sent that to that guy. But Not you're only, embarrassed. But you're only ashamed, embarrassed because you know. we brought it up, though. Like if we hadn't brought this up, you'd be joking around with him about it. I find this fascinating. No. You do you, Brady. Yeah, I like that you do you, but yeah, I no, need to know why. It, it comes from you. the reverse shaming. I get shamed yeah. by um, from you guys. I'm not I'm shaming not doing you. That. No, no, no. no, but it no, is. No, no, no. I don't care. shaming the, you. Uh, I'm pointing out a fact. Right. You, you sent it to the guy. You know why you sent it to the guy. Yeah, you know, and the shaming comes from, oh, I don't want to be that guy that is sending over. That's your shame. The, exactly. Yeah, self-shame. Yeah. Right. Just be yourself, man. It's right. all right. But John, John but thinks he can change. I'm not my, trying to change him. I'm trying to learn say, Brady. It's interesting. You would say that is not me, though. I'm not no. the guy. Like, You're not I'm that not guy, that guy Brady. That, I think it's yeah. stupid. But he is but that guy. That's you. Because <laughs> he sent the Lexi Panther video over 
I did not. I said, I said that Google. is Brady. He's so close. You are that. That's guy. why it makes me yeah. think he's used the internet more than oh, once or yeah. twice. No, good lord, he's lost monitors. Wrecked a monitor. I have not lo uh, lost tights. a monitor. Never no. lost a monitor. So you do. No. You you wrap them up real good. You delete your history. No, I just have you ever deleted you know, your history? <laughs> you wear one of those. Uh, you wear those masks like doctors who do open heart surgery wear, so you don't get it all over your face. Yes. I'll do that. How many times you delete your history? Where do you get those? Oh yeah, do you delete cookies in history? Do you know? I bet no, you know. Do you know how to do that? The, that's how strong the uh, shame is. But do you know like, how to do that? Um, I do. It takes yeah, me a and while. I know why. Do you know how? <laughs> do you know how to? You're do not it on deleting your... not on this recipes. Phone. I haven't done it on this phone because you won't look on your phone. Right. That's interesting to me. That's damn. Well, see, I just wish I want to help you get rid of that shame. I don't think you deserve that for yourself. That's not fair to do to you, John. This isn't happening. The just, shame him, just, just bringing up the idea. I'm not trying to, you know, the shame is internal. Beat off with great pride, Brady. <laughs> Do you still get that feeling that when you're done with it, you feel bad? No. You feel great about it. Like a really um, nice thing. Usually you're asleep. I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't come out of there. Yeah, usually I'm asleep. Do you ever look in the mirror and go, good one? After? All the time. <laughs> Do you? Have you ever done that? Like, man, that was awesome. What no, is a great... No, I haven't interviewed myself. I have. I do press conferences at the end. I take questions. <laughs> a little sloppy at first, you know, once we got our feet under us. John's got and a leg. And I say to you, good Playing for on you. a wet track. You've got it figured out. Got it all out there. Take a look. Holmberg's got a testicle. We're working on that. Should be day-to-day. -day. These are just the day-to-day -day operations of masturbation question. How about that? Do you... Do you have a problem with people who are comfortable with that like just yeah, do i make you uncomfortable no i you know I, I let you do what you do i know i let fine. you do what you do but, but, but i no you, no i, I mean, do I, all i do no. is ask questions you yeah. get nervous from your yeah. own internal stuff all i'm doing is asking questions i'm not yeah. saying you're an idiot i'm not saying anything i'm well, saying I think it's pretty stupid yeah i think it's yeah. i think and, the and method is go. stupid there's where it i don't from. think you're <laughs> stupid i i just think wow i don't see i would never say that you like on that side of it or i try not to say that I think See, it's, that, like, that's it's a real like, dick move from your parents to do that. I to do, you. too. I think it's an inhibited... <laughs> it wasn't from my parents. Where did oh, it come well. from? Yeah, where did that yeah, come did from? It came up from your... It's a religious background. Yeah, that's that's right. That's being raised. Probably a little bit. But also, you know, and I guess it, it's the crowd that you're running with that you... But you've you ran know, with you some talk. horrible people. <laughs> None of my friends that I just masturbated Not horrible, freely but you know what I mean. You know. You're in a fraternity. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a dirty, dirty one at that. Yeah, but there was, you know... You don't think they masturbated? They talked oh, yeah. about it. No, that, That's what I'm saying. You, I just, I, I, you I see. a little bit, but you're talking about more, you know, yeah. getting it on with uh, girls than yeah. you are doing that. I try to just dig deep into the idea of where, the, like, being inhibited comes from when it comes to this. Because I'm not saying you're stupid or bad or anything else. No, I I'm think asking it's natural, questions. though. I don't think, you know, that. Uh, I think it's natural to say. To, there's to, nothing wrong with it. Not, not being riddled with shame. That's wrong. Right, but there's nothing wrong with not nothing feeling at all. comfortable about talking. Right, about but there's it. something to me wrong with the idea that it makes you feel bad. Not wanting to talk about it—that's fine. When it actually gives you a visceral, like, "Oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now." Like, there's something weird about thing, that. You have this thing. If you look at it, then uh, you're you're che almost cheating on your wife, kind of thing. Like, it's, yeah, my, my, it's, my, it's, my, it's, I could and, be and having see, sex what, with my wife, and instead. that's the wrong perception too, because I don't. John's right. I mean, like, yeah. so would your wife be mad at you for masturbating? Uh, she wouldn't be. I don't think she's she real happy the, about it. I don't think really? it's one of her favorite activities that I do. 
So, so she get she gives you grief if she finds out. If she did a list of favorite activities, you would think it would be on there. I don't think she has a list of favorite activities that I do. Top ten things my husband does. Five jerks it to jap porn. I never expected I that to make the list. I don't know of any um, wives necessarily. At least the majority of the people that I know that their wives are encouraging that. Mm. I oh, I think I, I think I can I can think of several unhappy marriages where yeah, the wife yeah. actually says, "Take care of yourself." Like they really too, encourage yeah. it. Get off of me. Do it yourself. I think there's a lot right. of encouragement, and not necessarily healthy encouragement. There's but plenty of wives that don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you don't really talk about it too much with your wife. No, you're right. Nah. I don't and, really. And that's how I see it with um, other people. I mean, if if I'm not comfortable talking about with my wife it goes yeah and i'm fine too. with the discomfort of the, the talk what i'm talking about is the internal uh shame that you give yourself for even bringing right. it up the biggest step for me on that side of it i guess on the shame factor would be saying i you know some reason would i encourage a kid that's a big step for me good like, lord oh, stop kid. talking to kids about it that well, is weird. i know but but you understand what I'm saying? Not really. Okay. Well, well your mind goes I'm in there. there. That's, I'll, that's where I'll our minds. I'll go with that because yeah. I'm there. I've got right. I got two boys at home. Right. Yeah. I know so one. You, I know one is right there. You're probably not going to say, right "Hey, now. man, here's how you do it. You should use." I'm the not going to say how you do it. No, now I'll, I'll tell, tell you this. I will tell him. I am going to do. I'm going to give him his own towels. I'm going to say you clean up. I know what you're doing. My friend and I had exactly. I'm going to say I know what you're doing, and it's okay. That's what I'm going to tell him. My friend and I had lunch the other day, and his son was there, and he's 15 or 16. And we're talking and uh, said something to him. And I'm like, I said something about, we'll be sure to clean up. And the kids started to laugh. And because they've got this new house and inside the master bedroom is this sauna. It's awesome. And I'm like, when you're out of town, that kid is going to destroy that sauna. And I said, I'm not lying to you. When your whole family's out of town, you ask me to watch the house, I'm going to wreck it too. And we're all giggling and stuff. And then he goes, he was in the shower for like 30 minutes. And the kid goes, oh, I was just sitting down. And Mark goes, I know what you were doing. Right. <laughs> and it's his dad. And he's like, ah. Why are we out of soap? All yeah. But it, yeah. And that's how we, you know, you deal with it a lot of right, times. Right. But they, the were, they, were, side of it. they were freely discussing it. And I was yeah. like, well, that's good. At least the kid doesn't feel like he's committing a crime for doing something. That is going yeah. to be the most natural thing and in I, his life. And I, growing up, never felt that way, like I'm right. committing a crime. Because you acted like you it never happened. Talk about it, it. It was as if you it was. You didn't talk about it with your And parents. that's where right. the shame comes in. That's where you're shamed because it's like, this doesn't get talked about because this is what dirty, dirty, filthy people do. Right. Well, and they never said that. They didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. it was implied. It was yeah, it was yeah. ingrained in you at an early age that that kind of stuff was for dirty heathen. Texas but you is, can't help it. Brady, I'm almost half your age. I don't think the guys are shaming you, and your shame is your own. Right. Own it. But right. the honesty and openness is what brings a greater camaraderie and understanding. I think that's all they're saying. Heck, heck, that's probably a good way to put it. And it isn't that I'm saying I don't trust you. Or it's not an honesty. No, look, it's we're, a, we're yeah. doing it as a... I mean, but it is interesting. Are... It's an interesting thing to, for me because, like, you should use the Internet, and that's what this comes back to. Like, I don't know what you're waiting for. If you're doing it, why hold back? It's 2018, yeah, it's, it's, Did you hear Eric just now mention the year? I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> that's a powerful argument for people these days, to just mention the year. I have to remind myself every oh, day. by the way, mm, six and a half months through 2018. It's <laughs> yeah. like 2017 and a half. The future is now. Yeah, it's happening right now. Look, a second ago. That's the past. Can I say I'm old school? Yeah, you can say you're old school, but we still say that's stupid. That's like uh, using a butter churn. Just go to the store and grab <laughs> yeah, some Yeah, you might as well start doing that. Yeah, yeah, if you're old school about that, you feel guilty about somebody else killing the cow. Wash your clothes in the sink. Once again, you're a fascinating guest. I enjoy talking with you every time.
It is. It's interesting. I just think you're performing for a monitor because Big Brother's watching. I don't care. You know, you put it up there. If he wants That's to see, that he the wants to see yeah, if he wants to watch the faces I make yeah. and what happens at the end Knock of me. Knock yourself out, or dude. Good go for nuts, creep. Hope you're making money off it. Go, yeah, I hope, and it's fascinating to me. That, that's another person I want to talk to. I want to interview that guy. You do what now? Oh, just monitor people through their uh, their lens uh, when they whack off. That's got to be a fisheye of disgusting that no one can ever imagine. Yeah, anyway, get on the Internet a few times, Brady. It's very interesting. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> Every, it's yeah, it's a real, it's, you know, it's a big success. It's, been a, it's a hit. Very popular. It's a very popular hit. If I told you to try a new pizza, you'd try it. This is new pizza, man. It's pretty good stuff. Anyway, uh, we got rock wars. What was the topic again? Something you can shiggy to? Yeah. I don't know how we got off on this. <laughs> I don't either. Brady started talking about whacking off because he's a creep. I don't Jeez. know what's going on. Can't help Keep myself. it to yourself. Come man. on, you perv. I'm trying to do it a family show here. Talking about you beating off to the newspaper. <laughs> Have you ever used a newspaper? No. No? Even the bra ads and stuff they used to have? No. No kidding. Oh, God. Really? Fredericks of Hollywood? That. Too big. Too bulky. When I was a kid? What's too big and too bulky? The paper? Yeah. I think the that's the biggest shame in my life, like the, the, the Sears catalog yeah. or one yeah. of those catalogs. Yeah, the, the newspaper. Section, yeah, and the lingerie yeah. and the bra oh. section. It was, oh it was literally like beaten off. It was the same thing as like banging a mentally challenged yeah, person. That, was that's just, the there dark was, There was some shame in the newspaper because oh it's a print ad. Oh, and right next to it's like the obituaries. Mm-hmm. Everything it's about so this much is, better. Everything about this is wrong. Yeah, it's a it's a nice nice new world. Twenty what what is it again? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Ah, holy right. cow! Where Listen, that? That, I mean, did that Time change your flies. mind? That should have changed your mind. If anything's going to change your mind, the current year should. What year did you think it was before Eric brought that up? Because it sounds like I'm guessing ninety two. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Yeah, I know. Most of us aren't. That's why it's such a powerful argument. <laughs> Man, it was a slap in the face. Yeah, it really wakes you up when you figure out what year it is. It's like being in a coma, and you and then it's the first thing they say: "It's 2018." Are my clothes still in style? <laughs> uh, it's 9:35. Uh, rock song to Shiggy to. It's a thing. Uh, a rock song because we're uh, Drake song is the Shiggy song. So let's get something in here. How about this for a final quote, Brady? Please, you need to start talking about this with your wife. I did, yeah. it, and it honestly changed my relationship for the better. Very we true. are so much happier because of the open communication about almost everything. Granted, I was really nervous at first, and I felt a little bit of shame. Yep. But now I'm getting that ass at least six <laughs> times a week. <laughs> Locked doors are bad for uh, conversation in a lot of ways. In a lot, a lot of, of ways. ways. Yeah. Yep. Locked doors in your head lead to locked doors in your life. I think I just made that up, and it's 2018. It's also 935, which a few minutes ago it wasn't. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, anyway, it's so 936 right now. What you're talking about is like 928. Uh, the Shiggy song. If you want to help us out, Holmberg at 98 kupd.com. You can text 97936. You can fire it over on our, uh, uh, what is that, Facebook page and all that other stuff. Or call 585-9800. Give us suggestions. We'll shiggy together. It's 98. It's Wednesday. It's very late, but it's time to breathe masturbation talk. It's dirty talk. Screwed up everything. It's kind of like Thursday mornings at the end. We're like trying to understand. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to figure it all out. We got questions, and there's nothing wrong with it. We're learning, John. We're learning about our elders. 
people not like us. Tell me, caveman, how you used to please yourself. Newspaper! <laughs> uh, anyway, it's time for Rock Wars. Uh, Shiggy, we introduced ourselves to what a Shiggy is. And it's very similar to Ghost Riding Your Whip. Ten years ago, people just jump out of their car for no reason in the song Ghost Ride Your Whip. But that was just let the car drive itself for a little bit. I don't think there was a dance where you ran alongside. This is a variation of Ghost Riding the Whip. It's the Shiggy. And then we uh, introduced ourselves to uh, Chachi Montgomery Rodriguez. Chachi Gonzalez. Chichi Rodriguez, former golfer, would be fun to watch dance with Chachi Gonzalez doing the Shiggy, but that's my own dreams. Uh, A rock and roll song that brings these girls back to our music. Where's the Chachi Gonzalez dancing to something we provided? We've been too manly about our music. Let's get the girls back to the party and let's let them shiggy outside their vehicles to one of our songs. Uh, Eric, you got it. Who would you like to go first? Go ahead, John. You can start it first. Now, mine is uh, the reason I did it is because I think I'm going to do it from the perspective of the people on the freeway. The the lyrics are, so I felt like the biggest a-hole, felt like the biggest a-hole when I killed your rock and roll. Mow down the sexy people. I think a lot of people are going to die shiggying outside their vehicle on the freeways. And System of a Down has kill rock and roll. This is not going to be good for, but it's great for the population. Great song. happen in the dark absolute accidents happen in the dark that's how you know they end everything with just quotes over and, over. and the hot girl shiggy did this though heck yeah it's good dancing shiggy music and also it's darren mcalachlan's birthday that's true yeah look at you all tied together man all right brady all right i went with a band because the first time i saw them uh they brought girls to the party yeah. and it was rock and they have a little uh, funky beat jonathan davis corn i went oh. with their song word up <laughs> this is a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice blend. Yeah. Sort of, I guess. I went with a, a song. You're looking for 50 year old girls to shiggy. forgot about that. Completely forgot Jonathan and the boys did that. All right, Eric, you're up. All right, I'm going to go uh, back a little bit to 96 with a tremendous remix album. And I think the remixes are the way to go. You know, it's chicks how like, old that album is. Yeah, chicks like DJs nowadays. You know, they're into the EDM and all mm-hmm. that crap. and Kind of uh, fool them into thinking that they're listening to what yeah, they like. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so this is the Poker from Stud, the strip mix off super sexy swinging sounds yeah from a white zombie there you go blur the technicolor this is just stripper music here but it's got the i could i could see her shiggy into this i can see her doing crystal meth for me. Gonna run off into traffic. I like it. It's gonna go nuts. I've seen plenty of strippers uh, on a pole. Oh yeah. We're just trying to move the pole out onto the I-10. Exactly. Got it. Got it. All right, interesting. An interesting. Zombies mix. coming to town. 
That's good. Try to bring, well. Try to bring the ladies back into our music by giving them stuff to shiggy to. Oh, Jimmy Taylor is pointing out. Brady, it's 2018. You should be using an iPad to masturbate. That is good. Second part. Cut to Brady. Cut to Brady in the bathroom vigorously rubbing on an iPad. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually use it that way. Confused. The thing's got no hole. I didn't like it. Got the tape over myself. the camera. Cut myself. Yeah, he's taped up the thing so intruders can't watch this. Thank God for the OtterBox. <laughs> oh. OtterBox. Let's not talk about that. You. Yeah, we got a girl downstairs named uh, Rooney. She's back, and she's in an office that all the walls have been taken out of. And I don't remember who said it. Was it you or me? Or I don't remember who we were talking about. It's a, like a vanilla box, yeah. and that's become her nickname now. She's <laughs> the girl with the vanilla box. <laughs> you're back, you're, you're the dirty one. Real estate terms. Yeah, you're the dirty one. That's going to get you some hashtag me too. Oh, no, well, yes. hey, you know what? From perverts, because I was talking about I, her office. And I told her, uh, believe me, it's a lot better because if you had stuff hanging up and there's, you know, but it didn't look good or it wasn't fully finished out, that's a gray box. Yeah. They're much better. Uh, gray boxes vanilla. are gross. Yeah. We don't like gray boxes. Rather have vanilla than a gray. Anyway, you're a pervert if you thought anything different, but that's her new nickname downstairs. Rooney, the girl with the vanilla box. <laughs> I don't know if she can wrestle, but I'd love to see her box. Uh, it's 9.55. Who will win today's Rock Wars? Will it be Brady with Word Up by Corn? Will it be me on Dara Maliaki Lackian's birthday? System of a Down, Kill, Rock and Roll. Or will it be Eric's Dead Mouse and Rob Zombie? No. <laughs> White Zombie, Blur the Technicolor Remix. Is. Vote, 585-9800. You can get it online there, uh, Facebook. Wars, 97936 or Holmberg at 98kupd.com. The results are next. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. <laughs> time for the results. We're very late. I'm not even going to do the uh, best of five or consider any of that nonsense. Right now, the phones. Brady got them. Yes! Ten to six to six. On the emails, Brady got them. Word up by corn seems to be the shiggy choice. System of a Down was my choice there. Kill rock and roll. Then Eric chose uh, Diplo. He teamed up with, uh, <laughs> I forget that. That guy's name. Skrillex. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? White Zombie, man. And Zombie. They Beaver. all teamed up and did that. <laughs> it's called That's the Beaver. Blur the Technical. That. Uh, right now, it doesn't matter. You're not winning any of them. And uh, just to cut to the chase, pick a number between one and four. I asked Aaron, Eric way before. Uh, four is the number he chose, and four will be emails, and that is Brady. Brady is today's champion yes. for next week. Congratulations, Brady. Thank you. Somebody Where? actually called and gave you a pity vote. They said, yeah. you guys keep beating up on Brady, I'm voting for him. It's all, it all counts. Well, it might have been the same person that emailed and said, I'm going to throw Brady a bone because he won't give himself one. Followed. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to whack to that song later on I today. Know, we know you're doing it. See, now this is the type of stuff we that confuses us. Yeah. You'd be better off whacking you're too. You're so ashamed of it. And then the you pull that at us. Which that was like, a wacky joke, John. I know. We like that. It was. A, I get that, too. See? These are all something a whacker talks about. And then you find great shame when it's you. We're trying to cure you of your shame. Bring you out of your shell. Feel good about you. This is like this is this is an intervention. Say, Brady, you're a good you're a good I, person. I feel Never like feel I bad do. like that. I feel like I do. I don't know why you're throwing shame. Well, because you said I you feel, felt good I guilt feel like and I shame. Feel good about myself. I, I, I most of the time, but in some conversations or in some activities, you feel shameful. Yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of that. You're a good person. There's no reason. When you're coating yourself in your own cinnabon juice, got your thumb <laughs> in your boompy.
Let's do a, hey, let's do a. a I got my thumb in my boompy. This is a tragedy. I got an idea, Brady. We'll bring you out of your shell. Let's tonight, we'll all have homework. We'll uh, masturbate right next to our wives tonight. That's easy. Yeah. Again? I've done that. I've done that. No, you haven't. You've never prompted with that. You've never I, once. Like, you like, let me give you, Let me give you an example. Oh, you've done it while she's you've snuck one out. Yeah. yeah, do it while she's yeah. awake. Yeah, that's apparent. By the way, if you're doing yeah, that, then you're. The, uh, Seller, I know you're not feeling well. Right. Your heart's about yeah. to blow. I'm just going to take care of myself. In, real quick. in Vegas, you still got a couple of hands. Could you help me? I came running into the bedroom. Uh, yeah, that's that. And if she won't, yeah. that's what you say. I was I was harder than Chinese algebra, and I ran into the the bedroom in the Vegas, and Megan's in there getting ready, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Come on, let's get this going." laughing kind of joking around and she goes i can't we're late and she's drying her hair so i just laid in the bed and started to tug it like just an eyesight put the hair dryer down she's on top she goes i can't watch devoured me it works man hey yeah, i'm try hoping to try you know see if uh old pumping heart over there will uh <laughs> You gotta, get one, you gotta get one last one in there. You think her heart was beating fast last night? Wait till she, she's used to tugging it. She's trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Pull it out like Louis C.K. Ah, yeah, try. You can do that with your wife. I'll close the bedroom door. Everything You're Louis. Not getting yeah. out. Everything Louis C.K. did was wrong because it wasn't his wife. Yeah. You can do yeah. that to yep. your wife. It was random strangers. Sadly. See, he's not ashamed. Well, he is now. Well, he's in great shame and should. And that's what Brady's talking about. He can't differentiate when it's okay and when it's not. It's all bad. Louis C.K.'s situational decision to do that in front of people that didn't want it, that's bad. But the woman that vowed to do this with you forever and you're the only person, you can do it in front of her all day yeah, long. You got paperwork. Yeah, just don't, but just don't do it when like you, you got company. That's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Aunt Mary? Put Oops. it away. Put it away. All right, Brady, please. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Prestige Billiards. PrestigeBilliardsAZ.com. This is your entertainment drill, Brady Entertainment. Priscilla Presley and Kim Basinger were part of a protest at the Korean consulate in Los Angeles yesterday. Did you see this? No. They're protesting the country's dog meat industry. Yeah. And this is pretty bold. They, um, Kim, Priscilla, and Elizabeth Daly. Um, I don't think Kim held one, but the other three no. actresses held up a dead dog. Nah. To make it real. See, I struggle with this at being a dog lover. I struggle with this, too. But at the same time, I have to put myself in other people's shoes. India has to hate what we do for steak. That's like a deity to them. And yet we, you know, flaunt it. So Korea has a thing where they, and it's, by the way, if you've ever, and this is awful to think about because we're all dog people in America. But if, you, if you've ever seen their dog farms, yeah, and that's what these are not pets. This is a weird, well, mangy version of what dogs are. Okay, well, they strange. were showing some of the farms, and these uh, there's a couple of former uh, Olympians. Yeah. We're going around to some farms. Yeah. Like, look, the one was holding a husky puppy. They, they, they look that way. Some of them do. But, and there are some weird things, like when they made coats out of uh, when the Burlington Coat Factory was pulling you know, dog hair for coats. They were using, like, German shepherds and stuff in the streets, and you could pick them out of a cage. But the ones I saw that are bred for meat... Don't look like your household pet. And that doesn't make it better or worse. It's just that's their way. So us getting mad about it, I understand stop doing it, but that's imposing our way on them, and they've been doing this for years. So. And they also have dogs for pets in Korea. They don't need all of them. Yeah. They just have a certain breed that is just like we do with cows. And India sits back and goes, man, jerks. 
So we'd be mad if India was like protesting us constantly. Like, Shut up. We can do what we want. I think that's the same thing. Johnny Bench was on the Dan Patrick show yesterday, and he talked about how Ken Griffey Jr. was a thief. Guys, in that locker room. You used to steal from him. Oh, it was in your locker. He senior would, or junior? Junior. Johnny Bench? Why, how would he know? Because he played with Senior in the Reds. Oh, oh, he's saying Senior was the thief, or Junior was the junior thief. Junior was, when the when he was a kid. When he was, oh, when he was a little guy. I thought he was playing. Okay. Yeah. He said, I'd leave things in my uh, locker, come back, it's gone. Johnny Bench is a racist. Here's a list of... Sure, uh, you blame the black kid. I get it, Johnny. It's a different time. Celebrities uh, with deformities. Okay. Harry Styles from uh, 1D. Third Eye. Four nipples. Oh. 1D. One Direction. One no. Kesha, born with a tail. Yeah, that's clear. They chopped it off. She's just oddly shaped. Uh, Andy Andy Garcia's the yeah, famous Yeah, had one. a conjoined twin on his shoulder. It was removed when he was a child. They waited. They didn't just do it like at birth. Tay Diggs was born with an see extra finger survive. on each hand. No kidding. See if it talks. Yeah, you just see if it comes to life. It must have been very religious to wait L- for that one to keep cooking. Liz Taylor had a double set of eyelashes. Oh, that's kind of neat. made her more beautiful. Yes. Yeah. A double set. There's a little buzz around the trailer for a movie called Boy Erased. It stars Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe as a religious, their religious parents who send their gay son to conversion therapy. Yeah. Oh, that's good times. I'll watch yeah, that. Yeah, that's a feel-good hit of the summer. Oh, the laughs that are going to come out of that. You want to? It's like check, Anchorman Three. Check the numbers. Oh yeah, on the we got to check vote? the numbers on the beer vote. It's on our Facebook page. Uh, let's go down to our uh, guy in charge of it right now. It's uh, Greg Schulte, Arizona Diamondbacks. Come. Uh, All right. To the tote boat. Take a look down here at the tote boat. Floating around Lake Pleasant taking all your votes. The votes between the two names for the new Homebrook Brown, which are all dogs go to Heffen. And also uh, one named after John Stock there, Ben Weissen. Uh, it looks like right now Heffen is winning 396 to 255. And uh, that's pretty impressive right there as a victory goes. Uh, and I just talked to the folks at Four Peaks. We went to print with Ben Weissen about an hour ago. None of this was for any reason at all. So sorry about that, folks, but thanks for your votes. Ben, ben Wisen it is. Everybody. What are you talking about? One that got it. It, lost. Yeah, it never really had a say. Like I said earlier, we had to go to art with this this morning. So, but, Well, then why did I post that on the I don't know. I told, work, you, I told you not to. Yeah. I told you not to. It was an exercise. You told me to post it. Go ahead and post it if you want. I already told you it's pretty much the same. God, you're an ass. Yeah, Albert told you beforehand. Sorry about that, buddy. Diamondbacks taking on the Rockies for anybody who's interested. That's happening in a couple days. Tonight I'm going to go home and whack off to Lexi Panther. Pantera. No, different one. Oh. And what's that girl's name, Chachi Chiquita? Yeah, that's her. I'm going to put one in her virtual bumpy. All right, great. That's enough. Greg Schulte, everybody. Thanks for manning the tote. Yeah, pointless. Wonderful. Tiffany. Uh, we're done. The first song that we'll play in Larry's Substitute uh, Man's show. The Substitute Shan Man. He used to be a teacher. Sure. He's subbing for Larry today. It's uh, corn. We're going to get that out there right there. Still is a teacher. Is he? Uh, I don't know about Other that. subjects. Oh. 
What? Ask, I have to ask more questions. <laughs> Leave the door wide open. What is going on here? Don't start that. What other subject? He's is a he... digital instructor in the, in the social media world. He's a guru. Oh, all right. Oh, did he help you with your foodie thing? Yeah, a little bit. And you had a lot of help with that. So noncommittal. The entire little building. Bit. I didn't really take much out of it. Not a good feature. Oh, he brought some good things. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds sounds exciting. And you sound really, you're through the moon about it. I can't wait to hear the first one. <laughs> Hopefully today. Yeah. Oh, it'll be out today? Yeah. You don't even know we when just, your own podcast well, is going to come out? Who's the big guest? Yeah, we, we Who's cutting control of Wednesday. it? Who's shooting? But we're, we're waiting on the final approval from iTunes. It's already Google's a go in iTunes. So it's, so like it's like a little fat with Brady. Just put it out. It's so like it's up on Google. Google. Just jam it out there. It'll pick itself up. Is Hammy in charge of this, too? Yeah. <laughs> who, who do we talk to that uh, has in charge of Brady's podcast? <laughs> Who's the first guest Dumb. again? Is it Vader? <laughs> Chris Titus. Oh, Titus will be the first one. He was texting me last night for no reason. He's moving. He got drunk. Uh-oh. I get a text from Titus out of nowhere. I'm drunk and we're moving. Well, good on you. thought you were done with all that. Nope. I'm like, did you piss your wife off? Are you moving because you have to legally, or he's fine? So I'll let him know that and he's, I'll put he's the a link guest up on, on the my Instagram. Show. Brady Bogan ninety eight will be up there. There you go. Well, good luck with that. If it happens or not, I'm not sure. Uh, we're done. You guys have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long.